If you believe we've got a picture perfect plan, we've got you fooled because we only do the best we can. And sometimes we make it, sometimes we fake it, but we get one step closer each and every day. We figure it out along the way. Hello, welcome to the Dead Scene Kids podcast. We've been gone for a minute. It's almost been a month. It's been, it's, I might as well have been a month. Yeah, it might as well have been, have been a month. Sorry right. guys, I was so far away from the microphone. He was. Uh, because He's been Hunter, far away from me too. So Hunter okay. decided to choose a song. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what fucking song is that? Well, buddy, it's called We'll Figure It Out. Uh-huh. And it is by the just the, the wonderful artist Angie Jury. And it's the theme song for for Lizzie McGuire. I that's thought so. That's the one. <laughs> yes. Yes, we love it. I thought that's what that was. Of course. How could you not know that that's what it is? Um so unironically I adore I I adore Hillary Duff. Uh-huh. I adore Lilane. And I absolutely adore the television program, Lizzie McGuire, and I'm super excited about having access to that regularly. Yeah. Through Disney Plus. That I gave you the password to. And, that I didn't use. And you didn't use it. Yeah, that's correct. Um, well, I know. Yeah. So a lot's happened. Um, we haven't talked to each other since New Orleans. A lot of things have happened. Yes, because we got into fight, like a really big fight down in New Orleans. You almost left me there, or I almost left you there. Wow, what a time. No, you didn't. I almost, yeah, we didn't get to a fight either. We did. But I almost <laughs> did leave you because you asked me to drive your car back. Oh, yeah. That was the, that was, so in every lie, there's a hint of truth. And that, what, what am I, what am, I'm making noise over here. Hey, Alden. Hey. How's it going? It's well. It is well? It's really fantastic, Good, actually. I'm glad. Alden's had some really great stuff happen. I don't know if he oh feels comfortable talking about it, but I'm happy for him. No. So, You'll do it later. Not yet. No, eventually. Um, I'm really excited. I'm lost and confused. Why? As usual. Um, <laughs> off podcast talk that we've talked about off podcast. Yeah. There's a lot okay. going on. I'm in several situations that I don't know how to get out of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them. Those um, are fun. Those are so much fun. I'm, gl- I'm tell you. so glad that mine is like clear and concise. Oh, yeah. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm not. Um, <laughs> my official divorce is going to happen this month. <laughs> yes, I talked to Wait, somebody. what is that from? Uh, my divorce. I don't know. Oh, it's from the... Damn it. What is that from? I don't know. My divorce. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, I think it's from the best man. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right, cool. So that sounds great. Um, yeah, that's official. Like, the judge is signing that this month the bringing you up on up to speed on my personal life i guess and i talked to somebody and they were like hey divorce party and they were like i was like okay cool yeah like we can have a divorce party cool 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 in connecticut let's have a divorce party in connecticut okay divorce party in connecticut in connecticut hooray oh damn it i need to change my uh my twitter name um your boy posted a, a picture of himself today yeah. On Instagram. Your brother? Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I put gross. Who is it? <laughs> Who was that that you're talking about? Mark. Who's Mark? Fuck. Boy racer. Oh. <laughs> that's what you mean. Okay, cool. Um, So I put on there, I was like, gross. And he put 
fuck boy racing. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, damn it, I need to go change my Twitter name to yes. fuck boy racing. Yes, I'm these whites on Twitter. Currently, my name is one of the Pussycat Dolls. It is. Because nobody else knows the Pussycat Dolls. That's true. Other than Nicole. Other Well, nobody knows the Pussycat Dolls other than the people in the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> Those are the only ones that know actually the name of them. So, like, you could very much legitimately be one of the Pussycat Dolls. Just one of the Pussycat Dolls. I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't. You could absolutely tell me that. Um, I got that Britney Spears shirt. I'm glad from uh, from Offbeat, yes. which is where we're recording. Which yes, is the beautiful Offbeat Studios at 151 Wesley Avenue, and here in GX, Mississippi. <laughs> Somebody asked me if Offbeat actually has a studio. They do. I mean, it's across the street, but we don't record. No, there. no, no. It's the beautiful Offbeat Studios here in lovely Wesley Avenue, on 151 Jackson, Mississippi Bell Haven Nights. Millsaps. Oh, that's it, Millsaps. Yeah, Millsaps. Okay, cool. Millsaps in Midtown. Uh, but yeah, I got that. I got that Britney Spears shirt. You and on, the, on it's a it's from the circus tour. It is. And at the bottom is the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, so that's one of your. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> it makes more sense. PCD for those that yeah. are not. Uh, I'm just saying. Initiated. I'm just saying. Loosen up my buttons. Oh, don't. So that song does things to me. So like, <laughs> don't don't bring that song up around me at all. Okay. Because buttons by the pussycat. No. You, you don't want to go into it? We can't go into it all then. Okay. We cannot. We cannot. Um, but what we can do, I don't know if we, should we jump into the main thing? So it's the end of the year yeah. and the end of the decade. So we're going back to 2009. Yeah. And we are looking at a retrospective on uh, this decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Decadence records. Yes. The decade of the decade. <laughs> I'm talking about. So, hold on. Wait. Yes. Pause. Doug does the cadence. Who is Doug? Oh yeah, that the thing that I sent you. So good. Yeah. Have you listened to? Had you listened to that before? No. Okay. I just stumbled across it because I was like looking for a follow-up no. song, and it came up to suggest. I was like, "Did you also mean Doug does the cadence?" And I was like, "You know what? I didn't, but I'm glad that you showed it to me because now I'm showing that to Alden." So do we endorse Doug does the cadence? One hundred percent. Okay. Cool. Fuck with cool. Doug does the cadence. Yes. So during the time that we were also away, uh, we've discovered that we've discovered a lot of other things. Um, the the band I don't know if you're familiar with them is Coheed and Cambria. Uh-huh. Um, they announced a tour, or not a tour, but a a cruise that I may go on. It's like insanely expensive. It's like two thousand dollars for the cabins that are left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens i had planned other vacations and then i was like well i mean if this is still available um like in two weeks or whatever i will go ahead and book this motherfucker yeah and it's 150 dollars down deposit and i'm like i know that i could come up with two thousand dollars and the pre-order or not the pre-order but the um the plane tickets for that week for about the same amount of time is $666 for first class. So I was like, you know what? That speaks to me on a personal level. <laughs> so I feel like this is a sign from L Universe uh, saying, hey, yeah, you should go on this because Satan rules. That's what it said. I, don't, I mean, I just listen to the universe. I don't tell it. Uh, dude, the universe has been really talking to me. And me, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> listen. Yeah, you're definitely not listening. I'm not. You're not listening to the universe. Okay. Uh, but the universe is definitely talking to me, and I'm very happy I'm with glad. the things that she's telling me. So the universe is a she. Absolutely. So you're gendering the the universe. In the sense of uh, being born uh, and of life is from... Uh, stereotypically woman sure uh, which is of mother nature so right. I would I would definitely say that well, universe would be woman we would say the, the I would say the earth is I would say like that that there is no gender for like you know non-binary 
universal messages. Uh huh. So Alden, is there anything you wanted to talk about before we got into the main guy of the podcast? Oh, uh, I will be in Nashville. You will for the Amarosa. Uh, Amarose. Emma Ray Rose. Yeah, Emma Ray Rose. Emma Ray Rose. The Peace this. Club tour. Yeah. Uh, if Where, what's the venue? Mm, is it Marathon? I don't know. I really love Marathon, so hopefully it's a Marathon. It's a good one. It's downtown. Well, oh, oh, oh shit. shit. I hit the microphone. Sorry, Everything's guys. downtown there. It's uh, yeah, everything is downtown. I know nice. that much. I I'm, all I know is that um, it, it was in the same spot where we saw like Beyonce, and Beyonce was. The it's not the same spot. No, it's not. Okay. This is called the High Watt. Oh, uh, okay. Um, that's, yeah, okay. But uh, if you guys are there, uh, show starts at 7. Winter doors. 6.30. Cool. Okay, you ready? Yep. Okay, so we're going back in time yes. to the the year 2009. Alden, what was going on with you in the year 2009? I was in my senior year of high school. Wow. Yeah. 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 Hunter's old. Fuck you. I didn't even. <laughs> hey, at least I don't have knee pain. I don't have knee pain. Either. I didn't say you did. I'm just saying like I don't. Oh, okay. So I'm old, I'm but I don't have knee pain. I don't have knee pain either. I think I do actually have knee pain. Uh, yeah, I was in my senior year of high school. Um, I was still very shy, but did not fuck with people at the same time. Yeah, well, that would I be. Was, I was becoming uh, more of the introvert extrovert. Good. That I am today. Good. Um, I was hanging out with, at the time, my friend Julian and Ariel. Uh, we would go to school together. Yeah. They would pick me up from school. Sure. Uh, and then we would like hang out in the mall. We yeah, were the we were the mall kids. Of after, course. After fucking absolutely. Hot, after school was over. Yes. Uh, and you went like, to Hot Topic and snorted cocaine in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, Drank soda pop. Absolutely. Ate um, a cheeseburger every once in a while. Yeah. So that's where I was. That's where I was. Two thousand nine. Cool. cool. Uh, <laughs> it should be obvious. It should. I just love the. I love you see it like the gestures. Yeah, but you see those and nobody else does. So you have to ignore it and just kind of laugh to yourself. So what's got to happen? So Hunter, Hunter, where were you doing Christ. in two thousand nine? I don't necessarily it definitely remember two thousand nine. Definitely wasn't high school. I was in high school. <laughs> you um, weren't. So I'd recently graduated college, mm-hmm. um, and then started working at a songwriters organization. Uh, straight out of college. Uh, straight it was out of college. Straight out of college. Crazy motherfucking name. Hunter, Hunter Camp. Camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was doing that. Uh, so working in the music business, had a music business degree, real proud of myself, and then realized what a fucking mistake that was. Yeah. Um, so then uh, it was just long nights because I was doing royalties and we would get stuck in my boss for some reason did not want to embrace technology so we did that shit by hand That's it was thousands of pages of royalty statements that we went through and like highlighted and scanned it sucked yeah he's an idiot well she was she's an idiot. yeah yeah so she was but i mean like she did what she did she came from new york she was cool she was friends with you god from wustang clan cool <laughs> which is cool but that's where i was in 2009 so yeah. In 2000, I don't know how many you have from 2009. So what we're doing right now, we're picking our favorite albums from every year for the decade, and we're talking about that. Yes. I don't think we said that. <laughs> we did not. We did okay. not. We were getting to it. We uh, were. It was, it was deprived from me doing the episode with Sergio, and he was saying, uh, Sergio of who Reality Breach. I don't know who that is. Real- SG3. Okay. 
SG three of C of Reality Breach. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing the twenty albums of the decade, and I right. really kind of really kind of fucked up uh, with it. I mean, there are some that I really really care about, but I didn't read it correctly because I right. am I am a um, dyslexic. Oh. <laughs> so I so did I've you read did it. you get two albums from like no I I read it too fast <laughs> okay I read it too fast uh, so in my head I had already read it oh um and so Hunter was like we should I, well I told Hunter we should do something decade related yeah yeah and I I was on Twitter and saw people post like their favorite albums from the past twenty yeah. years or ten years or ten years like that. decade is 10. I mean that makes sense I was just not sure what I said yeah. So that's how we we wanted to go through, and of course, this is this is a music podcast, and of course, we're going to probably have more than one. Um, so it was funny because we 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 were really not planning on it. Yeah. You can tell when I look at my two thousand not well. So there's a couple I was like, nah, dude. Um, so how many? So we're not going to do that. We're just going to go. Okay. Yeah. So like well, the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to read the the runner ups, and then I'm going to talk about my favorite. Okay. Cool. So. Yours is going to be a little bit different. Mine is going to be a little bit different. In the year 2009. Yes. One of my favorite albums of all time was released. Also, one album that I recently have developed a love for, but was not on the train at that year or in that year. And the runner up is Crash Love by A Fire Inside. Uh huh. And the number one for me is Brand New Eyes by Paramore. I remember listening to that album for the first time um i think i bought a copy from tower records after i got off work and or like at hastings or something and i specifically remember like going out to eat to like ruby tuesdays (laughs) and listening to that album and i was like oh fuck they are about to break up because uh, the album is so so angry, but it's not angry as like at the listener or angry about the world. It's angry at each other. It's angry at each other. Um, very that much. is a very very good record. It's I a very still, personal album. It is, and so like one of the things that I wanted to look back and say like, well, this is my favorite was like stuff I still listen to. And yeah, I will still listen to brand, uh, brand new eyes. Like I've listened to it two days ago. So uh, Paramore's Brand New Eyes is my numero uno for two thousand nine. Oh then. So mine is of mine is a little different. Uh, the way I wrote mine out was, these are albums that I truly fucked with. Sure. These years. Yeah. Uh, mine are too, but yeah. These were like albums that, like, I can still go through it. I can listen to like right. it came out yesterday for sure. Um, and then same. It started with me choosing one mm-hmm. album. Uh, and then, of course, that deprived to I can't live without this album either. Correct, correct. Uh, so I'm going to do uh, sort of the same, where mine is going to be a runner up, but then I have some I have some highlighted or bolded sure uh, of the ones that was an album that I can go back to and I can listen to all the time. I mean, same. That might, starred. They that might be one album. That might be four albums. Yikes! You're in for a <laughs> long one, pals. Uh, so my 2009 is going to be uh, first is going to be Graffiti by uh, by Chris Brown. Okay, it's a really great album. It was his. I feel like it was his uh, his. I'm sorry, I fucked up, uh-huh. and I still think it's one of his greatest albums. Okay, um, even after this was immediately after the Rihanna thing. Oh, I remember it. Yeah, so that yeah, I remember that well. one. Uh, Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon. Yeah, yeah, that one came out. Gaga's The Fame Monster yes, came out 2009. It did. 
Mine also has Paramore's Brand New Eyes. Of course. And Daniel Merriweather, Love and War. Now, you might not know who Daniel Merriweather is, and that's completely okay. He is a songwriter from the UK, and he is fantastic. Uh And he did songs with Adele before Adele did Chasing Pavements. For sure. Uh, And it's fantastic. It's beautiful. Um, Him and Robin Thicke got into it on... Him and Robin Thicke got into it on Twitter like like five years ago because Robin Thicke put out an album called Love After War. Right. And Daniel Merriweather said, man, this album title sounds really similar. And Robin Thicke was like, I don't know who the fuck you are. And so then Daniel, Mer- Daniel Merriweather starts like slamming Grammys and yeah. like writing. Saying, he goes, oh, I did this, 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 right. this, this. And Robin Thicke like backs up and goes, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> good old so, Robbie. So, um, Daniel Merriweather, Love and War, uh-huh. I can listen to it today. Yes. I would listen to it today if I, if, if like, if I was in a mood for it. Cool. So that is my 2009. Cool. So that is the only one I chose for this one. Right. Good deal. <laughs> Good deal. Hopefully we can keep it similar to that for the most part. It's not going to be. I will try to keep it as. Spoiler alert. It's not going to be because yeah. we're both going to fail at this. Um, yeah. 2010. 2010. So in 2010. My love for Cody and Camry was spreading. Um, I'm still at the record, uh, not whatever it was. I'm not going to keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> no, just ima- just it's similar to 2009. Okay, um, but this was the first year that I was like an active, active fan of Cody and Cambria, mm-hmm. and they were when they released Year of the Black Rainbow. I've told you before that yeah. like it seems like stuff is done when I start listening to them. So like they had actually finished out. Um, the story uh-huh. you know um and you're the black rainbow is part one so like we kind of didn't think we we're gonna get a part one um josh had left the band um the bass player was um like not really a part of the band anymore um but they kind of got back together released an album with chris penny it sounded way different than normal um so you're the black rainbow is on there uh-huh. but but it's not my favorite okay neither is um opus uh Eponymous, which is a ghost album, but that's the first ghost album that I listened to. And yeah, I fell in love with them at the same time. Um, they had a different singer then, right? Yes, they they have a big. There's a big thing. Yeah, yeah I know they. A, I know they started with, with something someone yes. really old, and yes. then they go younger. Yes, it's a it's a confusing thing. Okay. Yes, and I fuck with all it in story, and it's cool. I fuck with it. I'm definitely not like well-versed enough to tell you exactly what that is. Gina, send me a message. Thanks. There you go. Um, I have notes about it that I've not gone into <laughs> because it's so much. Um, but my number one. Let me guess. No. Can I guess? No. Please? No. <laughs> okay. If any other year, if this if this album had not come out, right, if that just didn't exist, Year of the Black Rainbow would have been number one. Yes. But my beautiful dark twisted fantasy <laughs> I that's what it by was. Kanye West <laughs> came out this year um i'm assuming that yours is gonna be there too because we can just do the the talk about that one if yours is the same it's not the same yikes that wow. dead scenekids.com yeah wow <laughs> dead scenekids.com we don't have their website slash yikes <laughs> um so yeah actually uh it's one of my favorite albums of all time um i own it on vinyl I spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, that's a really expensive um, it record. It is. Uh, it was a new sound for Kanye. This was like his reaction to the Taylor Swift thing. 
Um, and it was kind of like apologizing, but apologizing in the way that you would expect a Kanye West apology yeah. to apologize, which is not really apologizing. <laughs> but like that's got runaway on it. Yeah. You know, like how could I not pick my beautiful dark twisted fantasy as my, you know, my father, Kanye West. Yeah. Who has let me down some, but most of the time, not musically. D T A K D T A K. Don't talk about Kanye. Keyboard cat. Keyboard cat. Kill them all. Fuck boy racer. Fuck boy racer. Kill them all. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Yes. Alden. That's for my 2010. Okay. Yeah. I went easy on myself. My my 2010 Uh is as follow. Listening. Bruno Mars. Hey. His his debut album, Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Yes. Which is really, really great. Really great. In Uh, in truth, like 2010 is a fantastic year for Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. It didn't include Kelly think, Clarkson's Breakaway. I that think came up before this, but I think 2011 might be. I mean, I'm not saying it's not better. Yep. I'm saying that 2010 was a really great year for music. Oh yeah, of, again, Do Ups and Hooligans. Do Ups and Hooligans was uh, such a Beautiful great Fantasy, album, etc. Um, then I've got The Chariot, Long Live. Did you listen to them then? I was not listening to them heavily, right? Um, which is why I didn't choose it for sure. Uh, the Chariots Long Live, um, Devil Wears Prada, Zombie EP, uh-huh. and I got an asterisk by Zombie EP because it is an EP, it's not an album, and I do that with- My favorite uh, out of this year is an EP, so like- uh, Is, I do that for another two. Yeah. Um, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Of course. It is not my favorite. That's like your favorite Kanye record, though. It's not. Graduation is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Graduation is my favorite. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, Katy Perry's Teenage Dream. So good, dude. I don't care what you say. You're going to give me the same reaction later, so it's fine. Teenage Dream is such a great album. Um, Miguel's debut album, All I Want Is You. Uh, he had did some EPs before that. That's funny. That's exactly what I want for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb. Um, also, crazy enough, it's not on your list. I might have forgotten. MCR's Danger Days came yeah. out in 2010. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't be my number one anyway. It's not my number one. It wouldn't one. even be in my top. It's, it's a not, great record, but it's not going to be It's not my favorite record right. of 2010. My favorite of 2010 was Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon Yeah, two. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. That album was fucking phenomenal. It was. It was. It was. It, it re- so, in in the grand scheme of my, uh, Man on the Moon, uh-huh. is my, Man on the Moon Part 1 is a look into who you want Kid Cudi to be. And Man on the Moon Two is sort of like the dark side. Yeah. So like it's super introspective. It's like su- it's super into who he is. He yeah. talks about he talks a lot about his depression. He sure. talks about a lot about his suicidal tendencies. Yeah. Uh, suicidal tendencies. Which is not on my list. <laughs> um, but it it was it was really really a an x-ray vision of who who k cuddy is for sure and i don't think i don't think he'll ever get that honest and truthful ever again uh but it it was a perfect album even even down to like his influence of Jimi hendrix yeah uh and his influence on kanye so from kanye so kanye's on it and so like he's learning a whole lot about who he is for sure so much so uh that one 2010 easily went to that yeah i get that i get that um, so we got 2011 next. Yes. Which has two of my favorite pop records of okay. all time. And I'm going to leave it to those two. 
Uh, number one is Ceremonials by Florence and the Machine. Ooh. It's so good. That was the that is the record that made me fall in love with them. Um, it it's wasn't Lungs? Some, no, no. I actually didn't fall on the bandwagon with Lungs because like, uh, I like Dog Days, mm-hmm. um, but it was super overplayed, so I never really gave them like a full-on chance. Heavy is still is one of my favorite songs by them, and that's on Lungs. Yeah, it's great. And that's no, how and don't I get me wrong. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, lungs is fantastic. Um, but where I fell in love with Florence was Ceremonials. Yeah. <laughs> it's got some like really, really awesome like low-key songs, like uh, Seven Devils. Um, there's yeah. so many good things on that. But it is not my favorite record. Okay. Although it's one of my favorite records of all time. Up against who it is up against, there's no way it could possibly top that, which is Lady Gaga's Born This Way. Okay. Which just yeah. all time top record, still listen yeah. to it. Like it came out yesterday, uh, like hit after hit after hit after hit. It's after so hit. good, dude. Oh, it is. It's so and, good. You know, I'm absolutely in love with Lady Gaga. So, like, that being the specific record. So, it's like the fame, the fame monster. We never talked about this. Hold on. We did talk about this. We didn't. We did. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that you post, you posted your number on. Oh yeah. Honestly. On oh Twitter. yeah. So speaking of Lady Gaga <laughs> and Borton this way, I 100. percent I was like, I asked like three people, hey, should I send Lady Gaga my phone number? <laughs> and they were like, yes, you should do that. And then I asked somebody else in person, they were like, yes, you should do that. And then I like put a poll up on Instagram. I was like, yes, I'm 100%. Like, there was like one person that said no. I was like, cool. Well, so, and then I added Lady Gaga, and it was just like, hey, here's my phone number. And I, she didn't ever respond to me, but I got put into a group chat that I'm no longer in, I think. It's gone. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. Um, but it was all like, it was like Muslim progressive people that were like, kept trying to hit on each other but i never said anything i just read this whole thing so like all the time when we were in new orleans it was like this constant thread of <laughs> fucking this group chat and i was so confused what, what was the acronym they kept using uh it was it was for us all in malaykum <laughs> but i think it was i don't remember what it was i, I think it was asa yeah i think so yeah it was weird that was a weird that was a weird time in my life that i'd rather not revisit <laughs> So, Alden, what does your what does your 2011 look like? Oh man, I think I think 2011 has the longest list, dude. Right, I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> it has the longest bit. list, so I've got to go through this speed style. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to because otherwise, I'm going to sit yeah, here seven and hour, talk about it. Yeah, please don't. Um, so the I chose three right on this one. I okay. chose three, and technically i can take one of them off because it is an ep or it is no. a mixtape yeah mine 2019 is, is goes to an ep so okay here we go yeah all-time lows dirty work surprise asking alexandrius stand up and scream surprise beyonce is number four surprise big crit return of return of forever eh? ow no i'm saying i'm not as i'm more okay. actually surprised not sarcastically surprised britney spears femi fatale yeah Fem. anyway go ahead Drake's Take Care, oh, which no. is my favorite. It is. Favorite it by is Drake. It is your favorite Drake. <laughs> People are going to fucking hate me for this. People hate you already. <laughs> <laughs> Falling in reverse. The drug in me is you. That's not surprising. Uh, get Scared, The Best Kind of Mess. Gideon's Cause. The Throne. Watch The Throne. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, so I didn't even realize that was that year. Kendrick Jesus. Lamar, Section 80. Yeah. Ollie Murs, In Case You Didn't Know. Um, Sleeping With Sirens. Let's Cheer to This. You, Me at Six. Sinners Never Sleep. Uh, the Weekend. Echoes of Silence. The ones that I chose. Yes. It's not three. It's actually four. Oh, Jesus. Number one is Frank Ocean, Nostalgia Ultra. Yeah. 
That is the that is the mixtape. Yeah. Nostalgia Ultra. Panic at the Discos. Vices and Virtues. Not surprising. So fucking good. Patrick Stump. Soul Punk. Yeah, I saw I saw that in my list. And I was like, well, all, the, all those are gonna pick that. <laughs> Patrick Stump. Soul Punk. And Pierce the Veil's Sleeping uh, uh, Selfish Machines. Right. Uh, if I had to choose of all of them, it's gotta be. It's not. It's not Pierce Stump. It's not. Oh. It's not. If I had to choose, you didn't I'll, even put Born This Way on here. I didn't put Born oh, This Way because it's not my favorite by Gaga. I mean, it has beautiful songs on it's, it, but it's, it's not my favorite. Album. It's not. It's not my favorite by her. I've got several repeats. On um, this. and I. Th- I honestly think it would have to be Vices and Virtues by Panic at the Disco. Get it. Um, because of, once again, like the era of where Brennan was at that moment. Right. And the the lyricism that he was using. And yeah. then the, like, so much imagery on what he was doing. He was also, not only was he losing his band members, but he was also, he was losing his best friends that yeah, he had grew up with. Sure. And then on top of that, he was also going through separation with Sarah, his Correct. now wife. Right. So there was a lot of emotional going on with that. Basically there's a lot going on. There's so much going on. Yeah. So like the lyricism was perfect. Uh, and then uh, at the time he had, he was losing, he was losing his band, but originally he was starting his own band because the band didn't want to do what he wanted to do. So right. he was starting his own and it had some ridiculous ass fucking name. Yeah. It was like, the Paul Revere jumpsuit apparatus. Well, that's like, different. So the red jumpsuit apparatus is a complete. No, I'm man. serious. It was like the it was like the Paul Revere jumpsuit, and then it was like apparatus separated. It was weird. Uh, I don't. It was it was a long fucking name. That's a lot of shit. Uh, but I think if of all of them, I think it would have to be Panic at the Disco's Vices and Virtues. Right. It was. I think it. It's, it's great out. I get it. Great. I Fantastic. Get it. Steampunk, dude. Steampunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like Plague Doctor masks? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. So, 2011, 2012, okay. right? Okay. So, I cheated. Um, I created an album out of two albums uh. that go together. And um, the one came out in 2011 and one came out in 2012. Okay. So, in late 2011, the album... By I'm a band that I don't know if you've heard of, but it's Coheed and Cambria. Ooh, crazy! Called, called the Afterman. Oh, the um, Afterman Part One and Part Two. Correct. <laughs> so I'm mar- I'm marrying the two of them as they should be. Um, and Afterman, which came out what like a month apart. Dissension. It was like three months. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was during the time when I got to. I mean, I've met them a, c- a couple of times, but like that was the time I actually got to see him sound check. Super fucking cool. Yeah. Talk to Claudio about the Black Friday release of the Afterman Ascension Big Beige Demo stuff, which is really dope. That's the one I don't have anymore, by the way. Um, but that was supposed okay. to be that was a Christmas present. So, like, I mean, you know, I can't keep that one. Yeah. Anyway, um, the Afterman, both of those albums together is hands down probably my favorite Coheed record. <sighs> As my my voice goes up, and I'm I'm realizing that that may not be the case, um, but it's probably my favorite. It's got again, if you put them together, it's like a fantastic story. The music is fantastic. I love it so much. Um, part of the reason that I want to go to this Coheed tour is because I believe that they will do the Neverender, which is playing the whole album of those albums. So that's part of the reason why I'm like, I really have to go because I love that record so much. And so that is the only, the only album that I chose from 2012. Okay. Period. That's it. 
period. I didn't even care. So like the, the point of this was that's how much I love this record that I'm not even looking at anything else that came out. I was like, oh, okay, that came out. Nothing else matters, even though they probably do. That's not the point. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, 2012 is also a long list of things I fucked with, mm-hmm. but I only chose two, surprisingly. There you go. I only chose two. Uh, so we're going to go just like we did last time. Yes. <laughs> we're going to speed through this. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to Alex Clare, The Lateness of the Night, which is uh, feels like I'm just too close to love you. Yeah. Uh, he follows me on Twitter. That's weird. I thought it was so great. Yeah. Um, BJ the Chicago Kid put out Pineapple Non-Leaders. True. Blink-182 put out my favorite record by them, which is an EP called Dogs Eating Dogs. Okay. Bruno Mars's Unorthodox Jukebox, which is his best album. It is. The Chariots, One Wing, which is their last album. Which, yeah. Uh, Thank God, am I right? I will fucking, I know you do. <laughs> I will fucking kill you. Uh, Crown the Empire, The Fallout. Uh you, let's be honest. You just like anything that says Fallout. No, Crony, so Crony Empire. <laughs> I'm just fucking with how you. I got into Crony Empire yeah. was I picked up one of the one of the CDs and it said, <laughs> "If you like Asking Alexandria and My Chemical oh, Romance." Oh yeah, that's right. I remember you telling like, me that. Yeah, I do like those bands. I like those bands. <laughs> I like this too. Um, every time I die, X Lives, so good. I don't know why you don't listen to it. It's so fucking. I didn't good. even. I didn't even register what you said. Honestly. Uh, every time I die, X oh, okay, lives. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say I don't listen to it because I know like, it goes back. So good. Yeah. Uh, Frank Ocean's Channel Orange, that album came out that yeah, year. Which is I should have put that honestly, yeah. but I didn't. Gideon's Milestone came out that year. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Good si- Good Kid, Mad City. Which I you know. Um, Memphis Mayfire, best only album by them mm-hmm. is Challenger. Uh, Ali Merz's Right Place, Right Time, Wizards, Wizard, which is Kid Cudi and Dot the Genius, yeah. which is where Kanye got the idea of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh, which was put all live instrumentations together. Mm. That was where he got he got the idea from Kid Cudi, because Kid Cudi was doing it with Wizard. Well, I know, but he did it on... My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I know, but he also did a lot of that on his second album, too. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is all real yeah, instruments. Uh, and that's what they did with Wizard. Okay. Um, the two that I chose is P- uh, Pierce the Veil's Collide with the Sky. Of course. Beautiful album. I've cried to it many, many times. And As one does. Yeah, as one does. I've cried to it many times. Yes. Uh, and Miguel's Kaleidoscope Dream. Right. Um, makes sense. And I think of the two, I think I would choose Miguel's Kaleidoscope Dream. Yeah, you would. Uh, because it was... Not the peak of where he is, but like some of the writing on that is just right. so good, dude. Right. And even now, going like listening to, um, which is on my other list of 2016, 17 or 18, which is War and Leisure by him. Right. So, like, there's a follow up to a song yeah. in this album. Right. And it's so good. Like, it, it's just, he's, his writing is fantastic. I and know. I love him. And you love him. I love him so and much. And that's good. So. What year? 2013. Well, 2013 was a weird year for me. So, like, it was like uh, I was unemployed at the time. I was, Uh like, looking around at stuff, trying to write a lot. So I wrote a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're on this list. I am. (laughs) Your album is on this list. It is. And so it came out out in 2014, but we'll get there, okay? (laughs) No, I was writing for, like, websites and stuff, so, like, that's what I mean. Yeah. Cool. So, (sighs) pal. 
Is this is long? a fucking year for me. Okay. This is a big fucking year for me. Uh, I'm going to throw some around and try to save my last ones. And I'm going to start with Yeezus. Because okay. that, Yeezus is not that, the one that you chose. No. No. If you know the if you know this year, then you know which ones I've chose. But no, Yeezus is like a, an all-time record for me. Uh, and it's not at the top from this year. So that okay. should tell you something, motherfucker. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But Yeezus, I it's it's so good. Um just uh, assaulted my ears when I listened to it and in the best way possible. Okay, here we go. True North by Bad Religion, which was their kind of back they got back together. Yeah. Put out True North. True North is a fantastic record. I spent a lot of time with that. Um Radkey put out two EPs and it mm. was Devil Fruit and Cat and Mouse. And they're actually going to be on like Kobe Tour, which yeah, fuck, I saw that. Fuck me. Um, so I'm putting those together because it's two EPs that came in the same year. Just fuck you. I'm, my own rules exist. <laughs> um, art pop by Lady Gaga. Yeah. I swear to you, if you do not like art pop, we we can't coexist for that long. <laughs> anyway. Well, Ariel. <laughs> I know. Ugh, disgusting. Anyway. <laughs> Pure Heroin by Lord uh, came by out Lord. in the year also came out, 2013, yeah. the year of our Lord. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking sue me. <laughs> one of my favorite record, another one of my favorite records of all time is Church's debut record. Oh, the yeah. Bones of what you believe. I still listen to that. Like that is a fall record for me. It's a winter record for me. It's a summer record for me. It is all the time for me. Uh, I adore the shit out of that. And that would be my favorite record from this year had AFI's burial has not come out <laughs> which similar to you're the black rainbow but like much stronger yeah um burials was the first new record for AFI for me um I love it with all of my heart uh I learned songs off of it like on bass and on guitar and I don't even fucking play guitar right um it is I even talked I talked about Burials on its anniversary because I adore the fuck out of that album and yeah. it matters so much to me. It's the perfect to me it's the perfect AFI record. Um it's just exactly what I wanted and I didn't even realize when I wanted it. Uh, it's it's what I always want. Bur- Burials is a record that will always speak to me. It will always feel like something that I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. It will always engulf me in its dark abyss like a warm blanket. <laughs> On a, bl- a summer night, a blanket, a blanket that says AFI that you did not purchase. Fuck you! I still have a chance. I still have a chance of that, but I will buy it. God damn it! There's so much going on, guys. I swear to God. But yes, burials is all burials. time, all time, all time favorite. Good, good choice. I would get the cover art tattooed all over my body. That doesn't even make any fucking sense. Just a circle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just a circle. Yeah, it is hell yeah, and I would absolutely, I would rock the shit out of that. Just a huge back piece. God damn, just a big fucking you know, circle on your I, back. I want to, so I've got the um the t shirt <laughs> that I was gonna take and put a back patch on, but I actually kind of want to paint the cover on the back of that black jacket. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of dig that. Yeah. I do too. Alden, I yeah. Wait, was this two thousand? That was two thousand thirteen. That was two thousand thirteen. Cool. You go, buddy. You ready? Yeah. Ariana Grande's Yours Truly. I get it. So good. Yes. Uh, when that album came out, uh, somebody told me that I would not, I would be done with it. <laughs> like I remember you telling me about they that. They told me I would be done with it. Yeah. 
in like less than six weeks and yeah. I still listen to it to Damn this fucking right. day. Because <laughs> if you didn't know this, the fucking Dead Scene Kids podcast fucks with Ariana Grande heavy. <laughs> heavy. 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 Uh, Beyonce's Beyonce came out. Yeah. Uh, Bring Me the Horizon, Sip Eternal. Mm-hmm. Um, Childish Gambino's Because of the Internet. It's good. It's really good. Fuck. I never fell in super love with him, but. Um, Foreign War, The Island Earth. Which is a local band from Memphis, uh-huh. I think. So, so good. Yeah. I, no, I think they might be from Nashville. Okay. But yeah. Wait, wasn't they? Foreign War. They I used, don't recognize that name. They used to be called Red Morning Voyage. I don't remember, recognize them from from Nashville. But yeah, they're uh, they went they went from Red Morning Voyage to Foreign War. I love them. I love the way you say Foreign War. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Say it again. No. Damn it. Uh. J. Cole's Born Center. Yeah, people was like that. <laughs> uh, it, it, it is my favorite J. Cole. I get it. Uh, album. It's my favorite J. Cole album. Now, my favorite J. Cole. My favorite J. Cole album. Right. Um, Justin Bieber's Journal. Uh, was, it was where I realized that he could be an artist, an actual artist, rather than a piece of shit. I guess. Um. Yeah, that out al- that album was is also how I was introduced to Chance the Rapper, uh, because Chance the Rapper was on it. Yes, let me clarify. So I don't think that Justin Bieber is just a piece of shit. I actually think he's a really talented musician. I think he's. Very I talented. just don't think that he's ever lived up to what he's capable of. I can agree I know, with that. Yeah, I can agree with that. But you I, even tried to tell me that that's not the case. I can I can actually agree with that. Right. Word. Um, Mac Miller's watching mm. movies with the sound off. Doing all hands for that one. No. Are you sure? No. Because okay. there's one that you're going to have to hold hands okay. with me on. I gotcha. Uh, yours, uh, yours truly. Truly, truly. <laughs> by, uh, truly, truly. They put out an album called Beauty and Youth, and they uh-huh. are local as well. Okay. One of my favorite local bands. Yeah. you. This is the, Was this the time that you really like started to fuck with local music? Yeah. This yeah. is, this is when sense. I started to get into local music. That makes um, sense. And Truly, Truly and Foreign War. There you go. <laughs> they went on tour together and yeah. that's how I that's how I got into Truly Truly Foreign War. Yeah. Love that album. Uh but the two that I chose and I'm going to go from my second tier to first tier yeah. which is Justin Timberlake's Like You Did The Afterman. Right. That counts. You know, I actually should have put that on here, but yeah. I didn't. As you did The Afterman. Yeah. Uh I did Justin Timberlake's 2020 Experience of course. part it's a 1 and 2. I really love the first volume a lot and love the second one. So, I'm with Really you. love and then love. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I get it. I can't listen to them separately. I can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then... Here we go. Fall Out Boy put out Save Rock and Roll. There you go. <laughs> and let's let's just stop for a second. Let, let, t- okay, let's stop. Let's, <laughs> let's stop. stop for a let's second and, and talk about, about and talk about where I was when this album came out. Please do. I was uh, I was working at Hot Topic, and I was off this day, and I remember getting a um like in my I was in my bed and my phone just kept buzzing. I remember the story. On. I've heard the story on before. and on and on, and I look at my phone and I have. Like nine missed calls and like twelve missed text messages. Yeah, and it was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And there's like one from this guy named Parmesan, 
There's one from. Was his name actually Parmesan? No, his, okay. uh, his name was. Yeah, I don't care about his name. I don't know. Just, I just needed to know if his name was actually Parmesan. We started calling him Cheese. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You've told me about this guy, too. Uh, we. Uh, it was it's one from Parmesan. There's a. Uh, there's one from uh, my, my old friend Lindsay. There's one from. There's just so many people are fucking texting me. Right. Steven Smith was the one that, that really got me. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop what you're doing. Get online and see what the fuck is happening. Fall Out Boy is about to put out a new album, you piece of shit. Yeah, and like, this is important because like Fall Out Boy had said that they were like splitting up. They were or, done. They were done. They were done. Well, they, they, they didn't say they were done. I know. You know what I mean. And the, the hardest one, the hardest thing is that Andy Hurley had said that they were going on hiatus. Sure. And they didn't want to say hiatus because they know how, like, how fickle that word is. Like when you say For hiatus, sure. that means you're done. Most hiatus, of the time. hiatus usually means you're done. Yeah. So they didn't want to say it, uh, but then they fucking put out my songs. Know what you did in the dark. Yeah. Uh, with them, um, burning all of their old things, which right. is so symbolic. It oh is. my god, so symbolic for what they are now. It's Here like we go. we're gonna change. Uh, fuck you for whatever you feel about it. Uh, Folly I do was like that's old fallout boy take this to your grave is old this is gonna be fucking new i like that uh, you didn't say infinity on high just because like that saves my life uh and then they have two chains with a fucking flamethrower right <laughs> burning all of their things while they're uh tied up in a van yes so good oh my god i love i was in awe and it bothers me to this day that i did not get up soon enough to get this fucking album and pre-order it but you know who did Steven Smith. Yes. And Steven Smith got the tattoo flash and they only made two hundred of them. I can't believe he didn't like think of you and do He got the two, two he got he got the, the two hundred uh, the the only two hundred that they made and it was a tattoo flash and I was I'm still so, so mad. We're gonna break into his house and steal it, right? Oh my god. Anyway, just I, invite me over the next time you go over there. I love Steven enough then, to not steal from him. But I don't. <laughs> so just let just next time you go over there, just invite me and be like, hey, is it cool fun? And he'd be like, he's okay with me. So like I'll come over as long as he doesn't he listens to this. He does not, listen to but this. But he might not be like super current. So like if that happens within the next week, I'll totally steal it for you. And then it'll be like Oh, did you take my thing? And I'm like, I don't know who you're what, what are you talking about? When would I have had the opportunity? Let's do drugs. Um that was when that album dropped it was an experience for me it was yes. truly an experience i remember when it came out yeah i have a story about that so like the person that i was with at the time was like um i don't really like it that much uh you don't need that record and i was like okay yeah there you go the album was great 2014 is this a person is this it's okay we're cool <sighs> we're cool it's sure fun. we are yeah we're good Oh, we're good. We're good. Our, our microphones just did the, the digital fart. Yeah, well, I would call it a ghost, but okay. Uh, so it's 2014 now. It's 2014. What a year this was. Um, so it has a variety of my favorite records. It has two of my favorite records that I still listen to to this day. Um, the ones that I'm going to tell you first are not those. Well, actually, a lot of them are. Um, Off's Wasted Years is that came out in 2014. It's Off's like official like full-length record. Uh-huh. Super good. Off was a very refreshing band to listen to at the time, and I still like it a lot. Um, Sia's record, 1,000 Forms of Fear, came out in 2014, which is a fantastic record. I love Sia so much. Uh, Run the Jewels is Run the Jewels 2, came out in 2014. Ooh, so good, it yeah. It is a classic, and it's still something that, that I will listen to. And, like, I'm about to bang this bitch the fuck out. Better turn the camera around. You're about to see history getting made. 
So, that shit. Fuck. So, um. Let's go, LP. You ready? Huh? Champ. You ready? Go. You ready? Yeah, are you going on yours? No. Okay. No. Um. New Orleans. Yes. Does not like run the jewels. They'll figure it out eventually. Saw Lord and said, who the fuck is run the jewels? I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's fair because we were going to go to that. We were going to go to that. We didn't go to that. Yeah. Um, I still like this person, <laughs> even, even if they are very off on that. But, but, but. But. I don't know that person that well to judge the musical taste. Yeah. But Run the Jewels is fantastic. Just saying. <laughs> so I don't know what to give you first. Um, you're gonna yell at me on one of these. Okay. And I fully expect it. But the one you're not gonna yell at me about is against me's transgender dysphoria blues. Um this was right after Laura Jane Grace came out as trans, put okay. out a whole record about her her struggle with that. Um, about losing her bandmates as a result of this. Um, it's for any empathetic person or anybody that like cares about other people, like listening to this record and seeing and feeling what she went through through this whole process yeah. was amazing. And then it has songs that like have nothing to do with that, like Dead Friend, uh, which again is makes me want to cry every time I listen to it because I've had a friend that's killed, like I've had friends that have killed themselves uh, and have died at young ages, and I always want to cry whenever I hear it. Um, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, it's got two coffins, which is a very, very sad song about like dying and the love for your child. Like this is all stuff here. Um, but it's also got the fantastically titled and amazing song. Osama bin Laden as the crucified Christ is on there, which has one of the like most hypnotic guitar parts in anything. It's fantastic. If you have not listened to this album, do everything in your power to make sure that you listen to transgender dysphoria blues by against me. It is okay. a classic. I love it. I, I, I still listen to it, but it's, it's hard to listen to. Yeah. Um, but worth every minute. Um, something that's not hard to listen to very easy to listen to and is by far one of the best pop records that's ever been recorded. You're going to kill me. I was surprised myself when I heard this album because I was like, I hate this fucking artist. There's nothing this artist could do that could redeem herself to me. There's no way that I would even want to listen to this. This is garbage. This is trash. I never want to hear it ever. Was it Ellie Goulding? Um, no, Ellie Goulding is a fucking delight. No, she's not. Taylor Swift, on the other hand, is not a delight, but was able to put out one of the best albums of all time with 1989. I understand that people love 1989, it's and I really want to love fucking it. Phenomenal. I really want to love it. I hated her more than you do. Mm. That's the thing. I really did. Um, I still fucking hate Taylor Swift. I really, honest to God, do. But 1989 is a fantastic album. Yeah, we talked about this the other day, and I was like, I I, I can do it with uh, <laughs> Don't Talk About Kanye. Yeah. I can do it with Don't Talk About Kanye, but I don't understand. I cannot separate her from her music because I, she's made it so close close to what she is right and and i would say that the only thing like with that is that 1989 does not do that so um let i'm just gonna pull up songs on this because it's absolutely worth it to go over this um like the uh shake it off is like such a it's such a catchy song it's such a catchy song and i just 
Yeah, so that but I want to like, like it. That's I really want to like it. Dude, like Welcome to New York is fantastic. It's like it's got the greatest hook to it. It's just amazing. Um, blank space. She makes fun of herself. Like she takes those like the the, the things that people say about her and her her like bad bad and wrongdoings, um, and applies them to herself. And she admits it. And like she owns it. So like much in the way that like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or Jesus like looks at her like himself Mm -hmm. um, and says like, well, you're right. This is what I am. Like 1989 does that. So like um, every every album in here is fantastic. Like it's got cheesy love songs. It's got like little pieces of of whatever leftover country music she has. Um, It's a phenomenal record. I hate Taylor Swift. I love 1989. Okay. Yes. 100% 100% and like Transcended to Dysphoria Blues is one of my favorite records of all time and I am saying this over that that is how much I think of this album and I fucking hate Taylor Swift okay yes I support you yeah but it doesn't do the thing like where she attacks like like journalists or uh, goes after anybody on this record she yeah it's all introspective and she all takes aim at herself which makes 1989 worth it and it also has a great sound to it okay and just I guess cool thing came on 1991 go ahead I'm serious. No, no, it's good. It's good. You should definitely like get into a space where you're clear headed. Listen to 1989 from from front to back. Okay. And like everything off of was a hit. Insane. So, in my 2014. Yes. Uh, surprisingly, I chose. Oh no. Oh, good. <laughs> I chose one. Um, so we're gonna go through what I have here. Uh, I've got. Big Crit's Catalactico, which is my favorite Big Crit album. Yes. Um, Ed Sheeran's Multiply. I adore that album. Oh, that's not called X? No, it's called Multiply. <laughs> Piece of shit. It's called Multiply. Ed Sheeran's Multiply was so good. It had um, it had the, uh, the song One on it, which was just him and him and his guitar, and he was doing a lot of different, different things with his guitar. Um really fantastic really great imagery that's where the thinking out loud song came from and i was a i was in love with that song before it became such a world phenomenon mm-hmm. uh and then i slowly fell out of love with it because of how well right it, like how big it was yeah how big it was i fell out of love with it uh but it is still a great it's still a fantastic album i think it's one of his, i think it's his best and greatest album best writing best uh composing like everything about it uh also he says fuck taylor swift no not this album he says fuck taylor swift and divide Okay. Yeah, that's the one where he. Okay, that's not dot line dot. Anyway, uh, Gideon's Callist came out. Uh huh. No, 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 no. Don't is on multiply. So yeah, okay. he's, he says he said it's a that song. Don't is about Taylor Swift. Well, he toured with her and got mad that they didn't talk to each other. Yeah, because she let him on. Okay, sure. Come on. Dude. I don't know, man. Ed Sheeran would I mean, kind of be the kind of guy that would be like, oh, well, she let me No, on. I get that. Yeah. But I, I can understand that you would feel that way. But just look at her track record, dude. Yeah, but she doesn't really lead people and she actually like goes with them. Mm-mm. She does. I, her track record just, just, t- her just track tells record shows that if she hooks up with somebody, it's for her their benefit and everyone's benefit in the in the relationship. Yeah. Not that she like. I 100% believe. Uh, I mean, believe, that's okay. Be, you are here. kind of in like. Anyway, nah. Gideon's Callus came out that yeah. year. Uh, J. Cole's 24, uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive came out that year. Jesse McCartney's In Technicolor came out that year as well. Uh, Leon Thomas the third from um, from Victorious 
Uh, he put out his EP yeah. or mixtape called Vibes. Uh, if you don't know who Leon Thomas third the third is, he is fantastic. He's he wrote Victorious. he he was in Victorious as Andre, and he wrote Ariana's first album. There you go. Uh, I've got Logic's Under Pressure, uh, Sam Smith and the Lonely Hour. <laughs> I've got Trash Talks, No Peace. Uh, <laughs> crazy enough, No Peace. Uh, I was on Tumblr heavily on with No Peace. Well, of course, and I posted. Because I was doing a lot of torrenting. This is back when they had porn, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So the time when it's okay. I posted every time it. you bring up, in case you haven't noticed this, every time you bring up Tumblr, I bring up porn. <laughs> like that's not that I know anything about porn. Trash talk. They posted. Uh, they were like, no, I posted. I was like, hey, does anybody have a link to the No Peace album? And it hadn't come out yet. Yeah. And they reblogged and it said, go and buy our fucking album, you piece of shit. Hell and I yeah. was like. I can't even be mad. Right, <laughs> like, no, that's, fuck, that's fucking badass. Uh, the 68 put out uh, In Humor and Sadness. Uh, nobody from the Chariot knew that Josh Goggin was doing this. It was really fucking great. Yeah. Um, Jack White has said if he wanted, if he was looking for a sound for something, and he said the 68 is the sound that I've been looking for. Yeah. So shout out to Josh Goggin doing shit that Jack White wants to do. I um, mean. And my number one for 2014 is Ariana Grande's My Everything. Such a great fucking album. Uh, the only thing that's bad about that album is Iggy Azalea is on that song. But, 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 to be fair, but, to be fair, uh-huh. that song is the shit. That song is the shit. And it's, I even, I saw, it's one like, of the best I, verses by Iggy. It is. It's one of the best verses it by is. Iggy. I was in, I was like at work today and I was looking through stuff and I saw like a thing that said that Iggy Azalea released a, like a new EP last week and I was like, how is Iggy Azalea <laughs> still doing anything? But that was good. It was a good performance yep. by her. I was, uh, that album. And um, it was like a refreshing sound at the time. So where we hate Iggy Azalea now, yeah, like absolutely. that was refreshing. She, I think she also did the song with Charlie X. CX during that era. That, Just to shout out that one video that was like Lulus. That album was where Ariana, um, she started her relationship with Nikki. Right. Which is crazy that Nikki and Iggy is on the same album. Um, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that's when she created, when, when she started her relationship with Nikki and like, I love their relationship as much as I they don't have a good, they have a really great voice. balance. Yeah, really um, are. and I was listening to queen radio a couple weeks ago, uh, where, um, Nikki was going through a lot of stuff and she was talking about how people treat her. And then Ariana calls in and says, Hey dude, like stop this shit. You're fucking Nikki. Fuck those people. Don't fucking talk about it. It's oh, okay. Can you do her voice though? No. I can hear her say it. No. I just want to hear no. you say it. As and, her. uh, and what really bothered me is, uh, I can't think of her name. Oh, she got on, Nikki. she got on it and she was like, I understand what Ariana's saying, but sometimes you just need to smack a bitch in the face. And I was like, mm, yeah, you just really, you just really shit on everything Ariana was saying. But like, I do love their relationship. But sometimes you do have to. That's true. But Nikki does it all the time, and so That's like Ari- Ariana has like her relationship with Nikki is such a. Please do her voice. No, Please. just like, like tell me, hey Hunter, just you know you're no. great. No, no, Please. we're not doing this. Ugh. Uh, but she's she. That album was so great, and she was also going through a lot of stuff at that time as well. Yeah, uh, because her she found out that her boyfriend was gay, uh, and he broke I up with her. I imagine that would do a thing to you. <laughs> uh, 
That is the she did that song with um with Childish Gambino uh-huh. and he does the yeah I'm from the G in the A and they ask why and I was like this is great writing it's so good uh, and then it's sampled by Diana Ross's I'm coming out I'm assuming you're saying the other way around what it samples that song yeah it no. sample it samples the song Period. I'm coming out by Diana Ross right uh dude it was just. <sighs> So good. Everything yes. about that was really great. The, I'm just, I'm really glad that she did not use. No, that's from Dangerous Woman that I'm thinking about. Yeah, which is great. The, yeah, Dangerous. Oh my God, so good. Yeah. 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 So that is my that is my 2014. Okay. Which was uh my every 2014. Yes. That was 2014. Cool. It was a year. It was a year. I believe I moved here. Yeah, I think so. I think that is the year. Yeah, I moved down here. So there was a lot of stuff. Like, that's actually when I discovered Rad Key. Um, that's when I discovered a lot of stuff. Came back into the fold. Met you without realizing that I met you. At Hot Topic. No. No? At Offbeat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I didn't realize that I met you. I'm sure that I ran into you at Offbeat. I'm mean, not Offbeat, but, like, Hot Topic, if you were working at Hot Topic then. No. You were working at Best Buy. I was working at Best Buy at that right. time. Which I still possibly could have run into you. Small world. It is. Yeah. Also in 2015, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't have a lot, and I didn't actually even star something from 2015, so they might all go together. Um, the, I, I knew about Kendrick Lamar, right? I knew about him. I had listened to Good Kid, Mad City. But what made me fall in love with Kendrick Lamar was the pretty much perfect album. Yeah. To Pimp a Butterfly. So good. Super good. If you've not listened to Pimper Butterfly, it is phenomenal, and go do it now. Um, that album has influenced a lot of people's careers. Um, a lot of people have have not borrowed from the sound or whatever because it's mostly Thundercat that's responsible yeah. for it anyway. Um, but that sound now is just making its its presence known. Um, so shout out to Kendrick. No Cities to Love by Slater Kinney. This was their return. It was fantastic, and I loved it. Uh, but I'm going to give it to this one. Okay. okay. I talked about 1989 being a perfect pop album. Uh-huh. What stepped up the fucking game was 2015's Emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> That's not a joke. That is not a joke at all. I love that you're not joking. She has put out nothing but phenomenal pop records, and there is not much of anything that's better than Emotion. Yeah. And that's where I stamp my 2015. Do you really, 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 really like it? I do. <laughs> I Like, you keep doing that, which makes me feel like you have not listened to the rest of the album. I have not. You need to. I have not. Holy shit. There is saxophone in it. It's good. Cool, crazy. It's good. It's really good. It's a perfect pop record. Okay. Yes. I, I, I will. What I does will 2015 definitely... look like for you? 2015 for me looks like to you mm, long <laughs> oh good lord uh i chose i chose i chose one album okay i chose one album that's good so um, run us through <clears throat> Alyssa cara's yeah know it all right alan stone's radius you do love alan stone uh bring me the uh, bring me the horizon that's the spirit yeah um my favorite Big Crit mixtape, which is It's Better This Way, uh, which was the other asterisk one I put. Right. Uh, Fall Out Boys, American Beauty, American Psycho. Right. 
Not my favorite this year. Nope. Um, ooh. I'll I'll pull I'll pull that one to these two to the top. Uh because they're not my favorite, but we'll talk about them. Um Kendrick Lamar's To Pebble Butterfly. Yes. I do agree. It is a it is a perfect album, but it wasn't my favorite of right, that year. Right, which is different. Yeah. Uh Kyle's Smile. Mm-hmm. Logic's The Incredible True Story. Uh Marky Bassey's East Hollywood. Tori Kelly's Unbreakable Smile. The Weeknd's uh Beauty Behind the Madness. Which is fantastic. It's a great album. It is. Uh, the ones that I pulled out, and I want to talk about uh, these three, and then the one that I chose as my favorite of the year. Yes. Uh, is Futuristic and Devon Terrell's Coast to Coast. Uh, I wore that fucking album out. I loved every bit of it. So Devon Terrell is a guy from New York. Uh, he's a singer, songwriter, uh, R&B. And Futuristic is a rapper uh, from uh, L.A. and from coast to coast. And so they know each other because they're on, they have the same manager. So this isn't inspired by Shane McMahon? No. Okay. Uh, And they just, they just meshed so well. The way that, the way that a lot of people look at Tyga and Chris Brown and how they mesh so well is the way that. It's like Drake in Future. Yeah, it just meshes so it just meshes so well yeah. uh, with Devon Terrell and Futuristic, and I was really proud of the project that they put out together. Yeah, and I wore it the fuck out. Um, Kaylani's "You Should Be Here." You do love Kaylani. Beautiful yeah. album. Uh, beautiful album. I saw her on this tour. She did uh, Essence Festival, and she danced to every song. Right. Uh, other than the ones that she did covers of, so like she did "Ribbon in the Sky" by Stevie Wonder, and it was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She has a beautiful voice. Uh, she's a beautiful person. I love Kaylani. Um, the third one that I chose, which was um, Mac Miller's "Good A.M." This is where I started to really fall in love with Mac. Right. Um, this is where I really started to fall in love with Mac. Um, he said some of the most witty things for me uh, this year. Um, this is also the year that I, I had gotten my, I had just got my car, and I remember listening to Castiel. Yeah, I just yeah. got Castiel, and I was I was listening to the fuck out of this album. Um, like one of my favorite lyrics in it is, um, "I was a nobody, now my name ain't him out." Came with came for a steak, but I left with a cow, and I'm like, "This is so good." <laughs> I, I you have I've I've heard you say this so many times I know you love it I love it so much uh but it was a lot of this is me being a drug addict is fun it shouldn't be fun but it is yeah um and then lastly uh the one that I chose which was Miguel's Wild Heart yeah this album I slept on it uh for like a, the first two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that was because Wale really fucked it up for me. Okay. Uh, I don't love Wale any longer. You don't. Um, I kind of think he's kind of scum because of him just deciding to. The moment I felt that the moment I really started disliking uh, Wale was on the. What was that show Joe Button was on YouTube? Complex. Yeah. Um. Everyday struggle. Every, uh, everyday struggle. Yeah. And he got on everyday struggle. 
and starts fucking name dropping the entire time. Oh, like, yeah. dude, you're you're Wale. Yeah. You're Wale. You shouldn't be fucking name dropping. He was like, Oh man, this 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 is a call from ASAP Rocket. Hey, right, what up, right. bro? I'm all oh all, all, all everyday struggles. Like, dude, shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. Put out a good album. Yeah. Um He does have a hard time with that. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. He's good. He's very talented, but he, he just, just doesn't put out good albums. He think. does not he he thinks he, he's putting out things that he thinks people want to hear. Right. Which is bad. Dude, yeah. go and put out things that you want to put out. Right. Because that's what we care about. That's we true. don't give a fuck about what other people think. Right. And I think it's the whole Maybach music thing that he's doing. Yeah. Just, I just truly don't fuck with it. Um, but I think he fucked up that album for me because originally he was on the song called Coffee. Um, and his verse on Coffee was so bad because it was called Coffee, but like the explicit version was called Fucking. Right. Uh, because... That's what. Um, yeah, it's like. Uh, That's what that means. No, not necessarily. No, I'm so, just uh, the chorus I can't even think of. It's like, uh, bed turns into coffee in the morning, but it said bed turns to fucking in the morning. Yeah. And so, like, so play on words. It's really good. Uh, but then, like, his verse was just so bad that Miguel was like, "And we're just not used to." Yeah. <laughs> like, and but this album has some of the greatest writing on it. Uh, this is where his Lenny Kravitz uh, and Jimi Hendrix uh, influence came. A lot of Prince influence came in. Uh, it was very, very flowy. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him on this tour, and dude, it was fantastic. I, it was like, it was like I was on an acid trip the entire time. I think, I think this album has the most beautiful art I've ever seen. Um, I passed it up on record and I'll never forgive myself right. for doing that um, because I love it. Like there's a, there's a song on this album. It's called leaves and the right, this is his writing in this song talks about, um, cause he's from California. He's from Los Angeles. Right. And he says, um, the leaves don't change here is the, is the basis of the song. The leaves right. don't change here. And he says, uh, so I never saw this coming. And he's talking about he it's it's his depiction of love, right. and so he, this girl breaking up with him, he never saw it coming because right. leaves are not supposed to change, and this right. is not supposed to change. Right. Like this is so good, yeah, that's really good, so good. Yeah. Uh, so easily that was my 2015, but mm-hmm. like those other four were very noticeable mentions for sure. Mentions for sure. that I had to bring up, right? Um. So 2016 comes after 2015. You don't say. If you are not familiar. <laughs> Shit. Just knocked the, the microphone because I do that. Um, so 2016 is another like pretty, pretty good, pretty good year for me. Um, everything on this, I think, has aged really, really well. Um, so for some reason, 2016, like all of the albums that I picked have gotten better since 2016, which yes. is weird, but all of the ones I picked from this year got better. Um, number one is This Is Acting by Sia, who, again, I love. And I still like I still fuck with that album. Like I still listen to it. Yeah. Um, it's one of the things when I say like, hey, Siri, play some music. Um, it's like, it, let's start off with some Sia. Yeah, it does. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I enjoy this very much. Um, also, against me's other record that came out around the same time, mm-hmm. um, Shapeshift with me. Shapeshift with me, um, really, really great. Not as mind blowing as Transgender Dysphoria Blues, mm-hmm. but also really, really great. Um, 
a really solid punk record. So if you haven't listened to that, you should absolutely listen to it. Okay. Um, Black Audio's first appearance on my list, uh, but not the last pal. Material, <laughs> which uh, I listened to a little bit when it came out. Yeah. Um, because like solely mostly an AFI fan, but like was it exposed to uh, Black Audio. Before I really started fucking with AFI, which is weird, but like I remember when Sex Cells came out mm-hmm. and like liked some of the stuff off there. But so like material is really good. Um, I have recently started to appreciate that more. Um, so I think it's actually better now than it when it, when it was when it was than it was yeah. when it came out. Um, so yes, very much, very much love that. But not your favorite. No. What was your favorite this year? Kanye West, The Life of Pablo. Okay. The 85th appearance from Kanye West on my <laughs> list. Um, and when it first came out, like the, the story behind Life of Pablo, I think it's, it's fresh enough for people to remember, but like Kanye released it, was like, mm, I don't know. I'm not done with it. I'm not done with it. Changed things, went back, changed things more, um, and then was like the ultimate edition. Uh, it has one of my favorite songs of all time, which is Wolves. Who's um, on that song? Sia. Uh, <laughs> yes. So... Um, Vic Mensa and I include the Frank Ocean part to be a part of Wolves yeah, absolutely. because it's supposed to because originally it was it was and so like that is just gorgeous just one of my favorite songs of all time um learned it on piano like learned how to change things up and I was gonna actually do like a recording of it like doing a cover of it with this thing that never happened um but really 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 love that song really love that album it has 100% gotten better um if you listen to it now and you haven't listened to it in forever, mm-hmm. it sounds like it came out yesterday in a better way than what he actually released yesterday. But we don't talk about Kanye. Um, Which is a thing that Kanye has always done. Yeah. And like also... He'll put out something yeah. and then... So, like, Yeezus is just fucking Travis Scott's first album. Right. Travis Scott's first album is Yeezus. Yeah. I'll say it that way. Because it is. But, yeah, Life of Pablo is just phenomenal um everything on it i i fuck with uh i really love it still it's it's one of my favorite records and you got that bootleg version i do have the bootleg version i have like three bootleg versions of it i have like the original version which had like a beat now i'm talking about the i know yeah yeah so i had the original original version which Mm -hmm. was like the the bootleg of it um which had i love kanye um but it had like a soul beat to it Uh uh-huh which is really cool um, then I actually have the vinyl of the, it's, it's a bootleg, but it's the first version of it. Uh-huh. First, like official version. So like, it doesn't have all the changes and I don't think it has, cause he removed Sia and Vic Mensa off of Wolves. So like, I don't really listen to it. I just had to have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, cause Sia's verse on that is beautiful. It's but Vic Mensa's ber- ver- verse on that is beautiful too. Um, the, um, who needs sorry when they're Tennessee? Like, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's it's sad. It's just so so sad. I love it. It's good. Vic, that's when I fell in love with with Vic Mensa because he's just super great. Yeah. Um, I really 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 love that record. I can't believe how much I actually adore that record. It's a great record. It is. Ultra Light Beam is. Oh yeah, and Jesus. it's got one of the it's got one of the best rap verses of all time with with Chance's verse. On Ultra Light Beam. Oh yeah, dude. Oh my God. When it's he like says, perfect. When he says, uh, "This is my part. Nobody else speak." And this I was is like, "My part. Nobody else speak." Yeah. Oh my God. And there's two versions of that, right? So there's the one where he says, "This is my part. Nobody else speak," and it's just quiet right after that. Uh huh. And then there's the one where he says it twice. Um, damn. What a fucking record. Yeah, dude. Damn. 
And the, the part where he's like, uh, my daughter looks just like see you can't see her. Yeah. <sighs> so good. Ah, so good. Ah, <laughs> what a fucking verse, man. Ugh. And it's still good. You know what I mean? It's yeah. still <sighs> Buddy. I'm just going to stop because, yeah. I mean, I'll keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. My 2016 looks like. <laughs> <laughs> My 2016 looks like mm. Ariana Grande's Dangerous Woman. Yes, which. Fantastic. So hot. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, I remember when that came out, uh, she was doing, she did an episode of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. and if Which you, I've actually never seen. I've never seen as well, uh, but I know, I've seen this scene. Okay. Um, and if you guys know Ariana Grande, she does the ponytail. There's a reason she does the ponytail. Can you can you, can you say why she does the ponytail in, in her, her voice? voice? No. <laughs> so uh, Ariana Grande was on Victorious, and her hair was dyed literally every day. It was awesome. It was red, and she said it made her bald in the top of her head. Does that? Uh, so she wore she did a ponytail for forever. That's why. Uh, in the Into You video, which is in this this album, mm-hmm. uh, so Into You, she does. Um, she wears her hair down. This is the first time you see her, her wear her hair down in a long time. Right. Uh, but she was on RuPaul's Drag Race, and one of the queens had white hair, and so Ru <laughs> looks over and goes, "Ariana, would you ever do?" A white, uh, a white wig, and she goes, "If I could put it in a ponytail, yes." And Wait, so, can then, you do that for me? In absolutely stuff? not. But it's just like all you have to do is go. <laughs> so said, if I if I can put it in a ponytail, yes. And then she put out the uh, the the song "Focus," <laughs> and she had a white ponytail. Nice. <laughs> but I feel like you should do that in her voice. I, no, it's just, do it for the fans, not no. just for me. No, you know, get so, the, so like Ariana Grande is dangerous woman. I don't want a Christmas present from you. All I want is you to do an Ariana Grande no. um, impression. So she did that. She also did the uh, into you, so into you remix with Mac Miller uh-huh. and Mac Miller's verses. Phenomenal. Yes. Um, Bruno Mars is twenty four karat magic. Yeah, I'm going to take a hot take on this album. Well, it's two. It's, it's been three years. How can you? Uh, have so a take? lot of people think that this is Bruno Mars's best album. It's, it's not. It is his greatest cover album. It's really good. It's a great cover album. That is all. It's yeah. great. It's great writing, but it's a cover album. Shut the fuck up saying it's his best album. I, it's a cover album. Okay. Um, that is my that is my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> TED talks last eighteen minutes. That is. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah. Um. Ted Drake's views. Okay, people really give views a bad rap, dude. I'm just gonna say Scorpion then, just to make you mad later. Fuck that album. <laughs> fuck that album, and fuck Boy Racer. Scorpion is trash. <laughs> Scorpion is trash. That fucking album. That album is bad, and uh, that playlist, quote unquote, playlist of uh, whatever the fuck that was called, uh, trash. More life. When did that come out? I don't know. Came I don't fucking care. Go ahead. Views was so good. Views it gets a bad rep. It is uh if you go back and listen to it now, kinda like Kanye, uh, with this album, is he was doing a lot of things that a lot of people are doing now. Okay. So views it views gets a bad rep. Uh, okay. Division also put out September fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh Division is the person is the two guys that wrote views. Right. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then Empty Atlas. Which is a band from here. Um, band from here. They put out Hestia, which is one of my favorite you albums. You do like that band. Also, Codetta South put out um, you do love Codetta South. A Few Regrets, which is also on my list. Right. Um, 
both really fantastic albums. Uh, Every Time I Die put out Low Teens, which had uh, Panic at the Disco's Brennan on it. He loves Every Time I Die, and Every Time I Die loves Panic at the Disco, yeah. so uh, that was great. Frank Ocean put out Blonde. I loved that. So good. Yeah. <laughs> that was 2016? That was 2016. I put really out Blonde. thought that was 2017. Mm-mm. 2016, he put Are out Blonde. Are you sure? I'm very positive. Um, okay. Greatest line is "Shut the fuck up! I don't need your conversation." Yeah, it will be a mood forever. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, knock, knock loose. Put out laugh tracks. So good, so fucking heavy. Was not expecting that from some seventeen-year-old little kids. Well, <laughs> that that was Radke for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ali Murs is twenty-four hours. They're grown up from him. Uh, Panic at the Disco put out "Death of a Bachelor." Uh, but the four that I chose, Jesus Christ, uh, I'm going to go from one, two, three, and four, or three, four, three, two, one. That's um, how I'd expect. Would be Emma Rosa's uh, 131. Emily Rose. <laughs> Emma Ray Rose. Emma Ray Rose. Uh, Emma, Emma Rosa's 131. Uh, really great writing from Bradley. Uh, this was them transitioning into from being a post hardcore band uh, with Johnny Craig. Um, into the pop album uh, uh, that's yeah uh, into this pop album <laughs> uh, and even going into like Peach Club now which is the most recent album yes. he said if you didn't like 131 you're gonna fucking hate Peach Club well damn yes <laughs> um, the second one is Mothership by Dance Game and Dance right which is something that you would love I love it so yeah. much um, when I go back and look at when I go back and look at my like 2016 the playlist of yeah. it, like these four albums are at the top. Like you know, we should do that, but that's gonna take work. Yeah, yeah, we should uh, make a, a decade. Ooh, decade playlist coming soon. Yeah, I'm down for it. Dead Scene Kids. I'm down for it. Um, uh, the Weekend Star Boy. Yes, which I really I I know you love it. Uh huh. I just like it. I know you just like it, but right. I think it I think it's such a I think it's such a balance of who he is. Right. Uh, a lot of people like the trilogy weekend, and I love the trilogy weekend. Don't get me wrong, Echoes of Silence is fantastic, right. uh, but it's a really great balance of who he is and seeing him do different things, uh, and then like really poppy stuff with uh, with Daft Punk. Like that right. was really great. I really loved it. Um, yeah, they did the first song, which is Motherfucking Starboy, which white people love to sing in a bar because they love saying motherfucking. <laughs> you know. Go to the bar and they play Starboy. You know, and you hear the fucking uproar. It is very much like going to a black club and hear international players anthem. <laughs> White people will say, "I'm a motherfucking Starboy." I, <laughs> as a white person, okay, I feel like I have to step in here. No, you don't. I do, and I have to put my stamp on it that you're 100 percent absolutely fucking correct. Because I love, I adore saying, "I'm a motherfucking Starboy." I do. I enjoy the shit out of it. It ranks up there with that other one like white song. <laughs> I, was, I was not expecting you to agree with me. I know. Um, but also, like, to be fair, I will also hype when somebody says for the nine nines of the two thousands. Okay. Okay. So just to balance it a little bit. Okay. I'm going to need you to hold my hand on this one. 
because my number one for 2016, the last time I did this, I blacked out. Okay. My number one for 2016 is Beyonce's Lemonade. Okay. Which I think is the which I think is the best album of the decade. I'm gonna slap you once you get overboard. I'm not. That's what I want you to do. Uh, But I'm going to try not to because you're squeezing my hand really hard. I am. (laughs) But Beyonce's Lemonade album is a fantastic. It is the best album of this decade. Um, it was great writing. It was great. Uh, fuck you, Jay Z. It was like everything that she could possibly do. She did it. The visual was great. The tour was great. I fucking loved it. I will not black out this time. If you want to hear me black out about about Beyonce having the best album of the decade, please go listen to Reality Breaches episode. Okay, <laughs> and I'm done. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> so it's 2017 now. Oh, also the weekend oh, did. No, a, sorry, the weekend did a song on there that I'm pretty sure that um, it was called Six Inch Heels. I'm pretty sure the song that he originally had for her is on Starboy, mm-hmm. uh, and it's called Six Feet Under, and it's the song with Future. Right. I'm pretty sure she was like, I'm not going to say pop that pussy, so we might want to rewrite this song. Fair. And so I think she, I think he rewrote uh, Six six Feet Under uh-huh. and wrote Six Inch Heels, because it's, it's, a, it's either a prequel or a sequel of either fair, or fair. so i loved it absolutely cool. 2017 yes i i know that this is not the case but literally only one record matters to me and that's dream cars dream car <laughs> and you're done i'm done that's it that's all so many shit so much shit came out in 2017 don't give a fuck the only thing that matters is dream cars dream car okay you gotta you're do I need to? I mean, I mean like, if you want to. The, what, the thing is, like, I feel like I could tell you how great it is. I love Dream that, Car. That no doubt teamed up with Baby Havoc and put yeah. out a fucking amazing so 80s good. fucking glam rock. It's not glam, but it's glam. It's glamorous. Glamorous. Glamorous rock. Um, synth heavy, beautiful record. Yeah. But I don't need to. I really, I really love Dream Car. Literally, the only thing that you need to get from me saying this is that I'm only picking one record from 2017. <laughs> And it's Dream Car's Dream Car, and that should tell you to go listen to it if you don't agree. Okay. Okay. Um, my 2017 divisions, morning after. You do love that group. Yes. Yeah, they're great. Uh, Janae Aiko's trip. I hated the film that she put out with it. It was garbage, but the album is fantastic. Um. Kehlani put out her debut album, which is called Sweet Sexy Savage. It mm-hmm. was really great uh, trap, R&B, uh, growth. Loved it. Absolutely. Right. Beautiful, beautiful art. Uh, she stuck with the, even though she did some of the art that she did with the tsunami stuff, uh, like that that art that she did, it was really beautiful. Uh, she did that, but also like a regular picture of herself. So I love right. it. Um Paramore's After Laughter. Fuck. I know that you hate it. Fuck that record. I know you hate I it. I really do I, hate that record. I love it. I love it. I hate it for personal reasons. You hate it for personal reasons, yeah. not because it's a bad album. Do we want to say that? Uh, if you do. Fuck yeah, why not, right? Do it. So I was living in New York. Or no, uh-huh. I was on the... I don't, did it come out? It came out right before I moved to New York, right? I think it came out... I think it came out It's like directly. I think yeah. it was like the week before. Yeah. Um, and It was somewhere in that time. Yeah. So I think it came out like the week before... And I moved to New York, and my wife was supposed to move with me. Um, and that was my trip to New York. It was so. supposed to be. It was my trip I know to, you that got was my robbed. Trip, that was my trip to New you York, dude. So, um, during this time, 
Lord's Melodrama came out too, which is really good, but I yeah. didn't mention that because, again, Dream Car. Dream Car. The only record that matters. <laughs> Jay-Z's 444, the ninth Kanye West record. Doesn't matter <laughs> because Dream Car. But when my wife listened to that record, <laughs> yeah, she was like, this is really sad. Like, it sounds really poppy, but it's really, really sad. It's, it's very sad. And, like... She and Newfound Glory guy are going to break up. Yeah, they're separated. And I was they, like, they got separated. That well, year. yeah, they got divorced. I think they got divorced, divorced. after, but okay. they were separated at that time. Yeah, she was like, "Well, they're going to get a divorce," and I was like, "I mean, I guess, okay, whatever." And then, like three weeks later, my wife tells me she wants a separation, and I was like, "Fuck that record," because yeah. like that's on your like I probably should have figured this out because you're talking about how well you understand that concept. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I can laugh about it now. And me and April are cool. But after laughter, after laughter <laughs> comes tears. After laughter, uh, fuck that album so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry, pal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Paramore's after laughter. Sam Smith, the thrill of it all, so good. Uh, Snow Allegra, that's fail. super good. So good. Yeah. I got tickets to go see Snow Allegra. Uh, Charles bought me a ticket today in New Orleans. Yeah, man, you fucking suck. Do you want to go? I I don't know if the tickets are still. Do you want to go? Too late now. No, it's not. We'll talk about it after the show. Anyway, uh, SZA put out Control, which would be on mine. (laughs) But again, Dream Car, Dream Car. Period. Uh, the '68, Two Parts Viper. Ah, I love that album. Yeah, you do. I love this. You do. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, but it is not the two that I chose. (laughs) It's not the two that I chose. Um. And I'm going to go through um, each song. Yeah, not each song. Shut the fuck up. Fuck you. Um, Whatever it takes to make it longer. I did Miguel's War and Leisure as my my follow-up. Did you pick every Miguel record? No, because I didn't do All I Want Is You. You brought it up. I brought it up, but it's not my favorite. No, I'm not. I'm saying, like, did you not bring up a Miguel record? Oh, Miguel's on my list the entire time. Yeah, like every every Miguel I mean, album. Is I'm on not my. gonna say her and act like I'm not doing the same shit. Yeah, Miguel's on my list each time. Mm-hmm. Um, Drinking water for that sounds weird. <laughs> I, don't I know can, if you can hear, hear it. That. Yeah, I definitely weird. can hear it. Yeah. Um, throat. Miguel's War and Leisure, beautiful writing, beautiful right. cover, very different. Party, party, um, cocaine, but. Number one, and dude, when I say this dream al- car, <laughs> this album fucked me up. It came out, and I listened to this album, and I was going through so much shit at this time. And I put this fucking album on, and I'm like, if I don't get off in in Canton, if I don't get off in if I don't get off in Madison, if I don't get off in Glustat, if I don't get off in Canton, if I if I don't get off, I'm fucking going to Memphis. Just listening to this album. Right. And that is Daniel Caesar's Froadian. You do. Yeah. I was Did going to make through, it. Huh? Did you actually go to Memphis? I was so close. That's I was all, very, awesome. I was very close to just yeah. like, I fucking hate my life right now. And Daniel Caesar is here for me with this album. Yeah. Um, I listen to it frequently. Right. Still. It is still, it is still an advocate for my life. I swear. I love it so much. Uh, if you're going through a lot of shit, uh, please call upon Daniel Dream Caesar. Dream Car. Please call upon Daniel Caesar. I promise you he will get you through it. Yes. Also Dream Car. That album was beautiful. Yes. It's 2018. It is 2018. And Hunter Camp picks three records. All of them kind of fit in the same ballpark. I chose one. That's amazing. 
Um, overall, like you don't have a list of twenty five. No, records? I no, I have a list. but okay. I, I told you, I still I have a list of all. I of know, them, but I just I, I chose one this. Okay, one. so and this is that this is that year. It was a good year. Yeah, it was this year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Black Panther soundtrack. Oh my god, I forgot about that Boom. fucking album. It's super fucking amazing. Shit. What a goddamn record. Anyway. Damn, it's not even on my list. Oh, it's on my list now. But yeah, you I, just I, don't like, bring it up. I don't. That's fuck. That's fine. Damn it, that album's so good. Yes. <laughs> Number two is so it came out late. Uh, late. What, what? What month are we in now? This is December. December. It came out in December of last year. Um, no other way to say this other than AFY The Missing Man. Yeah. Right? Um, Really good. Really cool. uh, Neat approach. You know, because the Blood Album didn't make it on my my overall. Right? Yeah. Um, So you can't throw that at me. Um, Although Blood Album is really good. And I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the first AFI record that I pre-ordered. And I did a dick move, and I just assumed that a lot of people would order all four of the <laughs> the colored vinyls, and I I ordered just the orange one. You're that guy. Yeah, I am that guy, and I knew what I was doing yeah. the whole time. But I also had Hunter Bergen, who is the bassist for AFI, a bass playing hunter, which you're a bass playing hunter. I know, yeah. and he is he that is the version he is in. So like Hunter Bergen is like the one member of AFI that I feel like I could talk to, I could talk to and like get along <laughs> with because I think he's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was the Blood Album, but this is Missing Man. Was Missing Man your your number? Is the one that no, you chose? Okay, no, no, it's not. Um, it would be, but again, it's an EP, so like it didn't like that's it's and it's not like a knockout one hundred percent like fuck my life up EP. Yeah, um, that happens in two thousand nineteen. Okay, uh, but. Do I know what that is? The number one. No, you don't. Okay. Uh, the number one is Coheed and Cambria's return to form with Vaxus Act One, The Unheavenly Creatures. Oh, yeah. Um, that is a very special record for me. Um, it was one that I kind of, because like, I wasn't listening to a lot of Coheed at the time. Coheed. But it kind of reignited my love for them. It t- brought them back to like the storytelling. It was a whole, a whole experience. Yeah. Um, that is the tour that you and I saw them on. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of like emotionally tied stuff to that record, and I love it very much. Do you now? I do, I do, and so it reignited my love for Coheed, and also got me more connected with the Coheed fan base, which is cool because I didn't, um, I kind of forgotten about that aspect of like the online, uh, the online fandom which I was a part of before and then separated myself from and then rejoined that year. Yeah. Big fan. Great. Yes. It's really good. Yes. I really enjoyed seeing uh You did. I really enjoyed seeing them. Yes. We have we've been doing podcasts since that album. Right after it. Yeah. Well, right, right after. after we went to the show. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, so we've been doing podcasts a year. Almost. We started, I think, in the summer. Yeah, we I don't know. we started posting in the summer, but we right, had been we, we had been some. recording yeah. since after that show. Right. Um uh, my two thousand eighteen was a hard year for me. Yeah. Um Handhold? No, not yet. Okay. Uh Alyssa Carr put out her album The Pains of Growing Up, uh, which is a lot of stuff. Uh a lot of stuff that she was going through. Mm-hmm. I was really fucking with it. Uh, I really understood it. Um, because 
you know, I've been there. Yeah. Um, Mania. I'm surprised that's not top. It's not. Yeah. It is. It was close. It was very close. Right. Um, but it, this was just one. I just couldn't choose more than this. The one that I chose. Sure. Um, J Rock's Redemption. J Rock is really great. That album was sick, dude. Yeah. J Rock gave us the best verse, verse of our lives. That's debatable, but I'm not gonna disagree. I know that you. I know that you might feel that. What is it? Uh. Not Ghostface. Oh, so yeah, so Jada Kiss's Jada Kiss verse on "Run" by Ghostface Killer is one of the all-time tops. Yeah, but I was actually thinking of um, Chance on "Ultralight Beam." Ultralight Beam, that's a good one yeah. too. Um, J Rock gave us the best, the best verse, in my opinion, to on you. on um, that song with Future, "La yeah. Di Da Di Da," "Slap right. Knob." But was on the Black Panther soundtrack right. originally. Right. Uh, well, not originally. It was originally on J-Rock's album. Right. And then they, they switched it up to put it on the Black Panther soundtrack as well. Right. Um, but his verse on that is phenomenal. It is. So good. But that album was that album is fucking sick, dude. Right. Um, I know that a lot of people were saying that like Nipsey Hussle's album is like up there. And it is. It's up there. It it's is. just not on my list. Right. Um. Georgia Smith put out Lost and Found. And you love Georgia Smith. I love Georgia Smith. She's so hot. Okay. Georgia Smith is so hot. Um, Justin Timberlake also put out Man of the Woods Ooh, yes. this year. Uh, Ali Murs put out You Know I Know. Um, Tiana Taylor put out KTSE, which was fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh, and then The Weeknd put out his EP Dear Melancholy. Uh, which was a fuck you to Selena Gomez. Poor Selena Gomez, I know, man. I, yeah. The poor Abel, both of them, dude, both of them, they went through so much trauma. Right. Um. This was the year that I was homeless. Yes. This was the year I was homeless. Um, I was going through a lot of shit. Same. Yeah. Um, and at the middle of this year. Uh, one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life uh, was released, uh, which was a goodbye letter. Uh, it didn't feel like a goodbye letter. <laughs> I'm okay. I think I'll be okay. Okay. It, it didn't feel like a goodbye letter. Um, but Mac Miller put out his swimming album. This felt like a goodbye le- a goodbye letter. Um, he was going through so much. Um, he had lost Ariana Grande. Uh, because she was tired of him being so addicted to drugs and alcohol. Um, and it, re- like I said, it really didn't feel like a goodbye letter originally. But uh, I was at work and a coworker walks up to me. And after we're talking about how great this album is that morning on my lunch, he comes back. To, no, I was at work. I was, I was still at work. Um, maybe two hours later after. And he goes, oh, I don't know if you know this, but like Mac Miller Miller just passed. And I was distraught. Um, I remember feeling the same way, but not as heavily as I did when uh, when Prince died. Yeah. Prince was like a a whole experience for everybody. It was was a really it was a big experience. But at that time, I felt like I was the only person at work going through this. Right. Right. And 
And the reason that, and I think I've probably talked about it on this podcast previously, is like he he was so close. He's so close in age. Yeah. He's so close in age. And to be such a beautiful person and to put out this fantastic album and then just leave us with it. Um, it was fantastic. That album, that album is beautiful. I remember when it came out um, and I found out that he passed and I kept it together. I kept it together at work. I was really, I really was going through it. Um, a couple of people would text me and ask me how I was. Uh, like I said, I had just fallen in love with him uh, in 2016 yeah. with Good AM. That was when, I, and I had liked Mac Miller with watching movies, mm-hmm. uh, but Good AM was where I fell in love with him. And um, you know, just he's such a such a magnificent person. And then. Yeah, there's a noise that we hear, and I was just trying to hear it. Um, but thank you, noise, for getting me. Yeah, through. it woke you up. It woke me up. That's um, good. But yeah, it it's fantastic. I love it. I love it so much. It, uh, I I I could have easily chosen Fall Out Boy's Mania because you know yeah, how much I love it. Of but course. There's just no way that yeah. I could shy away from this. I understand. Being the most perfect album right. this year. Right. Um, I miss you, dude. Yes. Yeah. So it's 2019. It is 2019. It's 2019 now. Currently. Yes. Um, the, the the previous two years for me were really, really difficult. Yeah. Um, last year, <laughs> I, I, I grew I grew a lot last year um, and have found myself again. And I think... I that, agree. Yes. Yeah. So um, while... And I think, honestly, the, the like AFI's Missing Man and uh, Unheavenly Creatures helped me with that, too. Uh, I met some really amazing people that, that year. Um, and it was a, just an overall really good thing that brought me back together with myself. Uh, so thank you. 2019 is a continuation of that. Yes. And it is my long, it, it started off with just one record that <laughs> I was like, I knew that this one was what, what it was going to be the whole time. But then like, since then I'm like, well, no, let's do this again. <laughs> um, so I ended up with a whole lot and this is going to be my <laughs> longest, but it's also like kind of representational, like where I am now yeah. and where I'm going into 2020, um, which is two zero two zero for those of you that are not aware. Also, like if you use hindsight, it's next year. Um, my vision is next year. So all of those things um, I said famously, famously in 2018 the 2019 is a year of change you did and it was it was it um was. 2020 is the year it all happens is yeah. my is my my vision um and i can see the future so let's start off with i'm gonna it, this actually ends up going in reverse order so that it works uh cat bite is a new band that has come out recently they are a ska band they do something really really different and i love them so you yeah. should check out cat bite uh orville peck <laughs> orville peck put out uh pony which is a, just a fantastic album it's super low-key and weird um it's dark and sad and country from whoever orville this peck. motherfucker is nobody knows orville what orville peck. peck looks like no he wears a mask he wears um, a mask your brother that- met him and hung out with him. Yeah. They didn't really hang out, but like he'll tell you they did. Um, which is fantastic. Typically, in a normal year, FK Twigs's uh Magdalene, which actually I left off FK Twigs's uh EP one or LP one from two thousand fourteen, which should go on here because I fucking love the shit out of that record. Mm-hmm. I also love Magdalene. Uh, Magdalene would be a perfect record if it was not for future. 
Thanks, future. Um, <laughs> then uh, William, a young William eyelash, yeah. uh, landed at- upon the scene, yeah. um, and put out what I referred to as second wave emo, which I love that, and I'm still rolling with it. Yeah, no, um, it is. With when we all fall asleep, where do we go? It is a beautiful mix of like hip hop, pop, and emo, like put yeah. all into a bowl mixed with the office. And yeah, <laughs> uh, and Sherlock and her brother Finians. Yes, so all of that mixed together is this ridiculously amazing album. Yeah, um, that is reminiscent of early Lord, but has her sound easily. Yeah. Right. Um. Then we're gonna go to thank you next, next by Ariana Grande. Um, as we said earlier. Dead scene kids fucks with Ariana we Grande. We fuck with Ariana hard, heavy. Yes, um, this album was like so much fun. Um, it was. It's it's super good. Like it's super serious and like really good. But also, like Seven Rings is just a fucking jam. Yeah. Um, uh, Thank you. Next is a fucking bop. Like all of the fucking songs off this album are fantastic. Alden bought this record for me. I paid him back, but he bought you this record. You didn't have rec- to say that. I know, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, it was just, it's a cool fucking album. Yeah. Um, it was, like, the pop record for me, like, the solo pop record for yeah. me. Um, then, Calibris put out <laughs> their, uh, <laughs> their first album with me, uh, and it's called <laughs> Flee the Light. It's a perfect fucking, uh, like, horror punk uh, not quite psychobilly, but like in that same ballpark. Um, really beautiful record. It's it's a it's a sound that they was similar to like their earlier stuff, but also mm-hmm. like a 2019 version of that. Um, I love that band a lot. Um, then I don't know if I said it, but it's the light. Did I say that? I yeah, know. you did. Uh, possibly one of the most important albums for me. Period. Is Black Audio's um, "Only Things We Love." Yeah. I, I, again, wow! Uh, didn't expect it to come out. Like heard that first song off there, uh, the vials, and fell in fucking love. Yeah. And I used that to go see them on tour in like Washington D.C., which is a city that I had never been in. Yeah. Um. Well, I had been had been in there, but it was only for like thirty seconds, basically. Um. That was the first show, especially out of state, that I'd seen by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a big deal. Um, I met really cool people there, right? Um, it was an amazing experience, and that's all tied to... Even if I didn't like love the record, which I do, like I love the experience that came off of it so much. Yeah. That, like, who gives a fuck if I love the record or not? Um, which I do love the record a lot. I think it's like the perfect sound um, when it came out. I described it as the exact sound that I was trying to go for, like with all the music that I've made. And so it was kind of depressing, but also like I really enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't want to talk to Jade at all but like, <laughs> because like, I'm like, he's so good. And his, his musical talent on that record is super evident. And I just love what he does. Yeah. But my number one for the year is an EP and it's from a band that not enough people know of. Um, I don't understand why people don't know of it. I didn't know about them until this year, so it's, it's fair, right? Um, but it is the Strawberry EP from the band Dear Boy. Yeah. Um, Dear Boy is a perfect band. 
Um, they do everything the right way. They kind of came off of a like um, they're like the members all came off from like a like emo background. Um, but it's not like heavy at all. Um, there's no there's no aggression in it. Yeah, it's just like nice and the best way possible. Um, it's not, but it's not like overly nice. It's still like kind of sad. Um, I have said that if the cure came out in 2019, they would be dear boy. Okay. Um, it's just perfect. Yeah. They are a perfect band and they're super fucking chill. Like even I didn't expect this, but like I posted stuff about them on Instagram and then they're like, Hey, cool, man. So we really like you a lot. Appreciate your support. It's like, where, where, where do you like, they were like, you have to come see us in October at this thing. I was like, I can't, like, I can't do that. And then they were, um, a- after that, they were like, uh, like, where do you live again? So, cause like, we need to like play where you live. And I was like, what? I I don't know where I live anymore. <laughs> like why 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 are you doing this? But they're super cool. Um, that record is fantastic. I purchased it. I wear I wear a Dear Boy pin, um, every fucking day. Right. So yeah. like I love them so much. They are a perfect band. Um, I'm the most grateful person on the on the planet for like how I found out about that band. Yeah. Um, they mean the world to me, and. I can't stress that enough of how good this fucking band is. And they've been making music for a long time and not enough people know who they are. Yeah. So dear boys, the strawberry pea, uh, get on your subscription platform and fucking listen to that <laughs> shit because it's so fucking good. I don't know that there's a better all around band than dear boy. Okay. And they also released something like heaven moves, which is a single that is not a part of that EP. I want them to put out a full album. Please make that happen for me. Okay. Dear boy, please. I fuck with it. I fuck with it too. Dear boy, please put on a new album. Yes, a full album. Full album. So that I can fall in love with it again and again and again. All the over. song Limelight is like one of the best songs I've ever heard. I said that on Twitter that that was my number one song and it still is. Okay. Um, My last year. This year. This year, 2019. Yes. Um, It's really, really hard. Uh, because yeah, this is, is. Sti- this is still frequent, um, but I will choose two two albums. I mean, I've got one, two, three, four, yeah, five that I I highlighted or bolded. But it's not all the albums I was fucking with this year. Uh, so let me go through that. Uh, Alan Stone's Building Balance, which came out last year. I mean, last month. Uh, fantastic. Beautiful. Um, love the writing that he's doing with it. Um, Hobo Johnson's The Fall of Hobo Johnson. Uh, originally, I, I didn't think I was going to be a Hobo Johnson fan, and then I listened to this album, and I love it. I love it. Love it very, very much. Um, Jonas Brothers put out their debut Back Together album uh, called Happiness Begins. Uh, loved hearing uh, Joe going from his solo stuff directly to DNCE uh, and Nick Jonas doing his solo stuff back to Jonas Brothers. Uh, it was really great hearing uh, and <clears throat> and how, how much growth is there um, and how much of a better singer Nick is compared to Joe. <laughs> uh, fight me. Uh, Marky Bassey put out PMD. 
and Tyler the Creator put out Igor. Yeah, Igor. Was we didn't mention Tyler like at all, and I feel like we should have. He's the. This is the only time I I I was listening to Tyler. Right. Um. I hadn't listened to anything else other than Igor, uh, which I feel like I should. Oh, you should. It's, um, he's really good. Yeah. Oh, I'll probably. Okay. I want to go back and and tr- and kind of listen to him, um, because of somebody that I chose online fucks with them heavily, um, and I'm gonna go through this backwards because if I go up, uh, it is inverted order. Yep, it is the way that it. So Snow Allegra put out uh those fills again, which is. Beautiful. It is. Uh, it's. I think it's better than her first album, uh, Phil's, uh, but it is magnificent. Uh, I was surprised on seeing how many people really fuck with Snow Allegra when I was going through like my Apple Music, and I'm thinking it'll be like me and Charles and JB and like Kahari and maybe Matthias, but no, like the list was so long. It was. It, it was like Seymour. I was like, what the fuck? Who? <laughs> who else listens to this woman? Uh, Kahari says that Snow Allegra should have the 007 song this year. And I agree with him. But I don't think she does. I don't think she does, but she yeah, should have had it. Sure. Um, Emma Ray Rose. Emma Ray Rose. Um, Emily Rosemary. They put out Peach Club. Which you love. Love it. Love it. Love it so much. Uh, Daniel Caesar put out Case Study 101. He dropped that bitch like Beyonce. <laughs> he was like, um, new album. You're welcome. Yeah. I love when they do that. I love, I love it, dude. That. Uh case study, so good. Um originally I slept on it and then I came back and I was like, Oh, why did I do this? This is fucking great. Um This is hard because I don't know which one I want to put first. It doesn't one. it's okay. Okay. Equally, both of these albums Yes. Equally both of these albums really gave me uh so much life this year. Uh, Billie Eilish's William, a young lad named William William Eilish Eilish appeared on the surface of America. If you guys have been listening to this podcast this long, you know that I fuck with Billie Eilish. Do you mean this episode? Billie Eilish. It's been a long time. Heavy. Yes. Um, and if you guys remember, Hunter introduced me to William Eilish. William David Eilish. And of the Eilish. I fell. Hard. You did. I fell. It took hard. you a while, but you did. Um, and so, so I fell so hard that she immediately became my number one artist right. on my Apple Music. Yes. Um, so yeah, that album got me through a lot. Yes. Um, but not as that album got me through a lot that I needed to go through. Yes. Um, that I was like at the edge of it, but the album that got me through so much, and I absolutely was going through all of that at the same time was Ariana Grande's. Thank you, next. Yeah. Um, it started with "Thank You, Next," the song. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is where I am. This is exactly where I am. Yeah. Uh, and then following that with, um, with Seven Rings, right. I was like, I'm gonna buy myself all these fucking things. I'm gonna make myself happy. We, fuck you. We both went. Through yeah, this we this did. Year. We definitely did. Yeah. Like, fuck you. I'm gonna buy whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Fuck you for thinking that I shouldn't. Like, right. I did that. Uh, and then following it up with like ghosting. Yeah. Uh, or like, and this is also the same time where Mac had passed. Yeah. Uh, so I was still going through that and following it up with, 
her going through that as well. Yeah, and so yeah. like like they they're just the other so end of that. Exactly. It was like the other end, like he's saying goodbye and she's like, I don't know how to say goodbye yet. Yeah. Um both of those albums, beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh if I could like I think I think I would hug the shit out of Ariana Grande for giving me thank you next. And I know that's so heartbreaking for her because yeah. of because of how much shit she had to go through with sure. you know, with her boyfriend that was that she found out she's she found him with a guy. Like she found him having sex with a guy. Yeah. And then following that with uh Big Sean and then following that with Mac Miller and then following that with Pete Davidson and then like I'm going to do what I want to do by myself yeah. first. Um, that's a super important thing it's to very go important. through too. I mean, like I, I went through that and, um, and like the way that she looked at it with more of like a positive than I'm angry at these people yeah. or whatever, like to actually be like complimentary of like, this is what I've learned from this. Yeah. Um, big, yeah, super. She got that perfect. So, um, dude, Ariana, thank you so much for thank you next. Next. It got me. It got me through so much. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Right. Uh, William Eyelash, thank you for when we all fall asleep. Where do we go? Because yeah. um, songs like "I Love You." Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, I do love you. Uh, songs like "I Love You" or uh, where is it? It's fucking album. Um, eight. Oh my God, eight. Or I Lo Milo, like those songs, like thank you for those songs. Right. Uh, they got me through so much this year. Yeah, and I'm a sound guy, so like thank you for just the creativity behind that fucking yeah. record for sure. Yeah. So do you know what your favorite's going to be for 2020? I can go ahead and tell you my two favorites. Which is? It's going to be AFI's record. AFI's record. And My Chemical Romance's record. Uh, my Chemical Romance, for sure. Yeah. Because uh, there's not anything announced, but it's going to happen. Yeah, MCR is definitely going to put out yeah. a new, they're definitely going to put out a new album. Um, You're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Next. Um, <laughs> I can still hear it. Um, MCRs is definitely going to be one of my favorites this year. MCR. Uh, and Billy. Well, I don't know. I so like. I, it feels like um, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Is maybe a once in a lifetime album. I don't but think we'll find so. Out. I don't think so. We'll I think, find out. Uh, also. Uh, it is time for, um, it is time for a, another Justin Timberlake album. Mm, let's put a pin in that. It's also a time for another, um, another Bruno Mars album. It is. Um, if he's not like way coked out to do it. No, if he's coked out to do it, then he's fucking Too doing coked it. Out. <laughs> so, 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 so let you me put, put it to you this way. Um, I have yet to listen to this playlist that got made for me. Um, while I think that you're right that something like Justin Timberlake is going to put something out, yeah. maybe it's not what you think it is, is all I'm saying. I know, but... Dr. Manhattan. I don't know why I said that. I just did the <laughs> Dr. Manhattan-like thing right here. Uh, yes, I know that I, I appreciate you, and I thank you I thank you so much. We're not there yet, though. I thank you there. so much. We're going to uh, see. For, We're going to see. But... It is time for a Justin Timberlake album. Something involved with Justin Timberlake. Something involved with Justin Timberlake. Yes. And I think he knows that so many people dislike Man of, Man of the Woods. I love the Man of the Woods. I know you did. Uh, I loved it so much. I thought it was a writing album. Uh, I loved it so much. Uh, but I know how a lot, a lot of people disliked it. Yep. 
uh, and he followed that up with giving us a uh, soulmate, which was an island feel, mm-hmm. and he got help with uh, from Drake. I don't know who Drake got help from mm-hmm. <laughs> to give us soulmate. Uh, so I would not expect him to give us anything um, that is not of the same caliber of 2020 experience. I also left out that Bad Bunny record. And also, um, the song that Bad Bunny did with Residente. Yeah. It was just one song. Um, but fuck, I listened to that song a lot. Yeah. A lot. Uh Lastly, I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to spend too much time on this because we've already talked about this. It's over. Yeah. What are you listening to? I don't know. Um, I just I really added a bunch of shit. So like I don't know. Um, let me pull that up. It has been a long podcast. I've listen, been listening to this podcast. I've been listening to a lot of fucking Regina Spector since Halloween. Okay. Um, I love Regina Spector with all of my heart. She says things the way that I say things or how I think. Um, Kenny fucking Pahina, motherfucker. Okay. The motherfucker. Kenny Pahina. Kenny fucking Pahina, the future of music, period. Yeah. Period. I listened to a lot of Coheed. How did I listen to Adele? I don't know. I, don't I ended know up either. with 19 from Adele. I listened to like Infinity on Hell I, a thousand times over the past two weeks. <laughs> um, December Underground, because guess what, buddy? It's December. Every day. <laughs> uh, Dear Boys Cold Spell, uh, listen to some Channel Orange. That's recently played. Let me see what I've added. Uh, I've added some stuff recently. Let me go here. Mm, the Lizzie McGuire song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Regina Spector did a song for um, Modern Love, which I have not watched yet. But knowing that Regina Spector did a song for it, I will watch it. Okay. Um, I have listened to some Bad Religion Christmas songs. Ooh. Specifically Father Christmas, because it's great. The Sugar Cubes, which is Bjork's old group. Uh-huh. Um, I've been listening to that for some reason. Um, I listened to that one song by Lotus Butte for a, for a long time, for like one day. It just didn't do anything but that. Um, so we have, we have a friend named Chris Espen. And I would go up to him like throughout all day. It was the day before Thanksgiving. And I was like, I think I saw you in my sleep, Espen. <laughs> And then he would come back. He would come back because there's a part where it's like um, the the lover part. Let me find out real quick what that is because it's just funny and we're dumb as shit. I actually kind of want to start a sketch comedy show with Chris because it would be the most insane fucking thing ever. Um, like the next part. This is dead air. This is de- um, definitely dead. Air. So he she, he says again, like, I think I saw you in my sleeve lever. And uh, Chris Espen would come up to me after I would say that to him. So I would say, I think I saw you in my sleep, Espen. And then he would come up, come up to me and say, uh, I think I saw you in my sleep, Hunter. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so that's where we're going to drop it. Um, but yes, really fucking good. Um, shit. Lord. What a damn experience. Okay. I've also been like... I've been doing a lot of um, shuffles or some like, hey Siri, play some music. Yeah. I've I, been doing a lot of playlists. Yeah, which I need to go back to do a playlist. Um, <laughs> the okay, used, Jared Padalecki. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the used and a lot of Phil Collins okay. has been coming up. Okay. No idea why. All right. Yeah. So I've been adding, like, okay, well, yeah, that's cool. All right. So, uh, I don't know if I talked about this the last time, but Emma Ray Rose put out a new song called Ready to Love. I'm so excited about Emily it. Emily Roberts. <laughs> um, Which is Emma Roberts. 
uh, Mark Aris. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that incorrectly, but Probably. dude, so good. That album's so fucking good. Uh, Daniel Merriweather put out a new song for the first time since he put out Love and War. Um, you may say this, but you may not. Uh, William Eilish put out Everything I Wanted, the yes, single. Yes, I, I, I got that too. Okay, good. Um, what else? Uh, Kehlani put out a new single. Uh, we talked about that. Oh, I didn't know we did. Yeah, we talked it's about been that. Eight years since we recorded. Uh, Big Crip put out Ballad of the Bass, my sub, part <laughs> 92. <laughs> Uh, Tiana Taylor and Kehlani put out a new song. Keontae. Uh, Era uh, put out a new song. I've been listening to a lot of John Splithiff. <laughs> yeah, it's like Splithiff. It's his name. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of that. The Weeknd is about to put out a new album, so I'm excited about that. Hopefully he'll say, I'm a motherfucking star boy. <laughs> uh, so those are the things that I've been listening to. Uh, and then Billie Eilish's uh, William. I Wanted Everything. Everything I Wanted. So I those are everything. Those are the things Darling. that I've been listening to. Yeah, uh, really. I'm and I got Ginger's Brockhampton, so I'm gonna give that a chance. Uh, Kahari told me that is probably his favorite album this year, so I'm gonna give that a chance. Whatever, Kahari. Um. So now we are in a spot where we say all the places you can find us. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so while I do that, you do this. Number one, you can find us in your dreams, darling. Um. You can check us out on instagram it's instagram.com slash dead scene kids is a way to do it facebook.com slash dead scene kids like us for some reason yeah we are the to. worst people we have not released anything we didn't say anything during this time nope. period when no nope. i kind of wanted to record on like an episode but also fuck november i hate it it's got the worst holiday um then you can go to twitter.com twitter.com slash uh, fucking dead scene kids. It's yes. not fucking dead scene kids, although it should be, and we might change it to fucking dead scene kids. Not, but twitter.com slash dead scene kids. You can find me on Twitter at Hunter Camp at Hunter Camp at Hunter Camp, and your Instagram is I am Hunter Camp. You're crazy. I'm the craziest person. <laughs> also, I think I'm I at I think I am I am Hunter Camp on both. PlayStation and Nintendo Switch because okay. I got a Nintendo Switch motherfucker. Congratulations. And Pokemon's amazing. Alden, you can My, find him on Twitter at Alden's Manor. Yes, I think Twitter's about to start killing off uh I need them to kill off Alden Kirkland. So I no, I think they're it. going to. I think they're going to start to kill dead accounts. Okay, good. Yeah. They need to fucking kill it. I and you're it. at Alden Kirkland on Instagram. Alden Kirkland on Instagram. I haven't Those been posting anything on Instagram. Uh rarely fuck november um if you guys uh, want to send us an email wow yeah what a, what a concept alden and hunter together forever at gmail.com that's fun it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> um now i'm getting ahead of my i was getting ahead of myself see that's why i was trying to yeah let thank you, you do that thank you so much i had already found it okay great um and this is from um <laughs> It is from Ed underscore Hip Hop Fiend, uh, whose name is... You've been is, giving him way too much credit. Who's, I have, whose name currently is an N-word formerly known as Stanley Drewbricks. So what's funny is that he says formally, right? <laughs> so he says formally, which means that like that's a formality or that's like a formal <laughs> title, right? So like if I was uh, a like a king, my formal name would be 
like King Hunter Fikes Wade Camp okay. of the House Camp first of his name, right? That would be my formal name. <laughs> yeah. But I think what uh, your friend Stanley Jubrick says is <laughs> meant to be formerly known as because that would say this is the former i don't really give a sh- you've I, you've heard me go on a soapbox about like the choice of grammar and everything right uh-huh. but like the point you're making is not the point that you want to make so please like i don't care if you say there or there or <laughs> the are or whatever right like fuck that right misspellings are fine if you leave out words that's fine i don't give a shit about that but if you're using a word that means this. I hope that's what you mean. Okay. So maybe he's like in a formal sense. Probably. Um, his tweet. Yeah, whatever. That, his that tweet thing. <laughs> at Hip Hop Fiend says. Underscore. Underscore Hip Hop Fiend says, I love to turn my nose up at soda and then drink a six pack of beer. Laugh my ass off. A clown. And that is the fucking, fucking podcast. podcast. <laughs>